0: Hey guys, do you like heavy metal? Do you like video games, comic books, movies, theme parks, or even cool TV shows? We've got the place for you.
1: Metal Geeks. Time to rock out with your geek out. Here are your hosts, Carry the Metal Geek, Dave, and George. Geek it out, fellas. Welcome, my friends, to episode number 244 Of the Metal Geeks podcast, I am one of your hosts. I am Carrie the Metal Geek, along with
0: I'm Dave the Brutal.
1: Are we going that way now?
0: Yeah, we're going that way this time.
1: I'm. What would I be, the Metal Geek Carrie? That doesn't work that way.
0: No, yours works the way it was. Carrie the Metal Geek. I'm Dave the Brutal. So,
2: what about you, George? What are you? Uh, Not so brutal, George trips us. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we gotta come up with a better name for for you than that, George Tripsis of motherfucker. There you go, the
2: motherfuckers of George Tripsis.
1: <laughs> How you
2: guys doing? It's been a it's been a
1: hot minute since we've all been here on the old uh, recording.
2: Yeah, I was out sick last time. Yeah,
1: he was uh, coming out both ends,
2: wasn't it? Yeah, it was a rainbow fountain from both ends, guys. Mm-hmm. Fun, fun. And to say, do not eat in San Antonio,
1: <laughs> or Disney apparently, or Disney. Yeah, your stomach just can't handle going out of town. I, I'm just that's, gonna that's stop. What eating. it
2: is? I'm just gonna not go out anymore. I'm oh, just you, gonna stay home. What do you, you can, do? You think you it's because you join
0: Andrew Tate in your disdain for eating from now on? <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you think it's because you, when you're at home, you're not eating a lot of the stuff that you eat when you're gone?
2: I don't know what it is. Uh, last time in Disneyland, cause that's what happened. Uh, we was at downtown Disney. And I think I got like uh, food poisoning from somebody who like didn't wash their hands when they prepared my food. Hmm. And, uh, I think something similar, either something similar happened in San Antonio or, or I drank something bad because, uh, Catherine and I, we shared everything that we ate in San Antonio she didn't get sick, but I did, mm-hmm. so it must have been something I ate or something I drank that she didn't so, have
1: besides the uh, the vomiting and, and the crapping,
2: yeah how was San Antonio? Oh San Antonio was lovely until like it didn't start affecting me until we got home on Sunday, and that's when like it just took a drastic turn:
1: Well at least it didn't happen on the car ride home.
2: No, it did not, thankfully, so
1: I would have I would have down to Bucky's as quick as possible.
2: Well, we went to all the Buckies between San Antonio and Houston. So well, there you go. So what did you do in San Antonio? Just hung out, uh, just went around the river, walked, and did some you know the touristy things, and went to the shops, and just had a good time. Cool. Nothing. Nothing official. Just kind of chill and low key.
1: Yep, I've been there. I, it's been a couple years. I think two, maybe years. Since the last Monkeys concert that I went there. so mm. It's always fun. I,
0: nice the Aztec here. Theater there is so cool. So Yeah, I was mm-hmm. at the Aztec Theater a few months ago. That was where that uh, Storm Glory Hammer show Oh, was like, yeah, it. right. It's a cool yeah, theater. It's a very yeah. cool theater. If you ever have a chance, Gary, you should
2: go to an event there yeah. at that theater.
1: I shall. Uh, how are you, Dave? What have you been
0: up to? Uh... <laughs> fuck, what have I been up to? Things (laughs) that we'll talk about. And, and, you know, trying to keep my mental health together. So It's very Um, important. uh,
1: I want to start with a bit of uh, music news. The band that I saw earlier this year, Dream Theater, has uh, a new old drummer. Mike Portnoy
0: is back in the band. And it just, like, fucking happened, like, out of yes. apparently nowhere, and, like, it was news to Mike Mangini.
1: <laughs> it was news to Mike Mangini. Well, I think they called him, like, the morning of, but apparently Jeff Scott Soto, who's the vocalist in another project that Portnoy was in, Sons of Apollo, which I love that band, was blindsided
2: by by this news. Um, Are you saying that the other drummer didn't know he got replaced until the until day Until it was already that? done. Oh, yeah. man, that sucks.
1: Yeah. But, you know, at least he didn't find it about it, about find out about it on the internet. Like, I'm going to log on to Facebook and, oh, shit, I'm out of the band. What the hell There's is There's been
0: a lot of that the last couple yeah, right? of years. It's, so, the, it's the beauty of the internet everyone's I'm, taking I'm, uh, their cues from Donald Trump who you know he <laughs> fired everybody over twitter so it's right? <laughs> just following suit and i am so a fan, Elon, a fan of did the same thing too
1: oh yeah. yeah i am a fan of mike portnoy so i am i'm excited or apprehensive one of those two
0: so it. i uh,
1: back in the band
0: i not really intentionally like it wasn't like i was making a stand or anything but i yeah. kind of stopped listening to dream theater when portnoy left Yeah, Uh, probably a wise. uh, There was a
1: couple of album here or there that weren't bad. I've always liked Dream Theater, but like not the astonishing album. That album was not astonishing.
0: Was that the the triple (laughs) record one? Was (laughs) that like the
1: double like concept album? That was
0: rough.
2: Yeah. Look, everybody's had a bad album at least once in their career. There's not. I don't think there's a single recording artist out there who hasn't had a bad album.
1: Let's try to find one. That's a, that. That would be fun. You it's know, fun. Dream Theater is my go-to. Anytime you go to a bar that has one of those internet jukeboxes, they put it on an EP called "A Change of Seasons." Right, and one of the mm-hmm. songs, the main song on it, "The Change, a change of Seasons," is like twenty-two like, minutes.
0: Yeah, say so it's like twenty
2: minutes long.
1: So I always play that song when I go to a bar because only it only cost one one play so there you go
2: he's just trying to get the most bang out of your five
0: dollars for
1: my money that's right um yeah i mean i M- Mangini's is a great drummer i'm sure he's gonna end up in a in a a place worthwhile for him you know um so oh, yeah
0: he's not gonna like yeah he, he's a good drummer he's fucking great yeah he's but, not gonna like become a you know bandless drummer or anything
1: right but Dream Theater is my is Portnoia, I I would say it's they go they go well together, and I'm I don't know how much more they I, I'm in my mind they're probably gonna do another album and then like a couple of farewell tours you know full world world tour and all that.
0: You think and they're I'm, ready to hang it up? Maybe
2: I mean I'm, I mean I've tell that been, tell that to Rolling Stones and all the other bands that will never fucking quit.
1: Have you heard James LeBrie sing lately? Maybe
2: not recently. Uh, so
1: you know James- the, new ro- the new Rolling Stones album, by the way, is actually really good.
2: I'm just gonna have to take your word for it.
1: You should listen to it.
2: I probably won't.
1: Yeah, why? What's your what's your uh, deal with the Rolling Stones? Oh
2: you know, no, I, I don't have anything against the Rolling Stones. It's just that. Uh... I can't remember the last time I actually like sat and listened to a Rolling Stones album that wasn't like a classic rock song. So you don't get, you don't get no satisfaction from them. No, they don't give me any satisfaction anymore.
1: Uh, I so yeah, check it out. I mean, the new album's good. Sorry, Dave, I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you going to say?
0: Oh, I don't remember at this point. Oh,
1: <laughs> then I did mean to cut you off. Okay, I'm sorry. It was I intentional. Um. Did you want to do you guys want to dive head first in what we've been watching?
0: Might as well. Let's do it. Reckon,
1: George, you want to start because you saw uh the new Scorsese movie, right?
2: I did see the new Scorsese movie. That's about the like the only like newest thing I've actually seen on here. Only three and a half hours, right? Yeah, it was three hours and like 27 minutes, something like that. Yeah, Jesus. I'm oh, waiting for it to come to It wasn't that but. long. I, I to be honest with you, it, the length didn't bother me—not even one one second.
1: That's what she said.
2: I, I thought that the uh, really, I have other issues with the movie other than besides the the running length of the movie. Really? Uh, yeah. Like I, I I feel like there were just some parts that just kind of like were a little exuberant and just went on too long, but. Hence, I mean that,
1: hence the uh long running time
2: well that's what I was saying like some stuff could have been edited to make it uh not uh yeah. three and a half hours it probably could have been a, a good tight three hours where do you uh
1: fit this into his his your favorite movies from him
2: that's tough because this is a different different phase of scorsese right mm-hmm. like this wouldn't have been this scorsese would have never would, couldn't make those movies that old Scorsese made. Uh, and like, he's saying so much with this movie. Uh, I, uh, I appreciated it. And I thought it was really well made. I do think this is like a, a masterpiece of his. And uh, in some ways it kind of feels like a swan song for him. Like he's like, I'm ready to like, uh, like if he retired, you know, tomorrow, I wouldn't be surprised just because how, how good this movie was. And then how, uh, powerful it was and the way it was presented and all that stuff. Uh, I do think this was better. Well, to say better, it's strong, such a strong word. I think it's different than The Irishman and I think it's better than The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably not going to crack my top five Scorsese movies, but it's you know definitely up there. It's, it's a grand film and it is a masterpiece for sure.
1: What are your top five Scorsese movies? Um, let's see. That aren't Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs>
2: uh, probably Goodfellas. Um, that would be my number one. Yeah, Goodfellas for sure. I really love. Uh, I, I really love Raging Bull. I think it's a great film. Mm-hmm. Um, and like these aren't in no particular order. These are just like some of my movie favorites from him. Um, I really liked, uh, there's this movie he made called silence. I'm pretty sure is the name of it. It had, uh, Andrew Garfield and Liam Neeson and Adam driver in it.
1: I do that. I've never seen that.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good. I, it's a very powerful film and I really enjoyed it a lot. Hmm. Um, uh, casino. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's one of my favorites, but it's one I always kind of like enjoy watching. Yeah, me too. Um, and Departed is really good. I know people give them shit about it, but I, I really like, like The Departed. Really yeah, The Departed's great. Which one, and, was the
0: de- which one was that one?
2: Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Matt Damon and Jack Nicholson. And it's about, yeah. like, uh, the Irish mob. Oh, Don't yeah. forget Marky Mark. I haven't seen that one. Oh, yeah, Mark Wahlberg's in it. And uh, I'm sure there's some... Oh, I really like... Uh, God, it was, what's the name of that movie? And I can't remember right now. Uh, it's like not after is it after hours? I think it's called After Hours. It's like a uh, c- comedy from uh like mid 80s. Oh, yeah, I, I think it's called that was him. I think it's called After Hours. Yeah, you're right. From 1985
1: yeah. with Griffin Dunn.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. I I really enjoy that. It's just I don't think anyone else could have made that movie like that.
1: Um, You didn't mention Gangs of New York, which is one of my favorites
2: I do love Gangs of New York Um, It's been a long time since I've seen it I might change my mind if I watch it and go This is amazing, but like uh, I haven't watched it in a long time That's the beginning
1: of the Irish mob In my opinion (laughs) 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 Like the late 1800s It's good
2: Yeah, it's great Um, I remember when it came out in theaters Me and a whole bunch of high school friends would go see it over and over again
1: I got to I got to when I was in, when I went back to college, I had a appreciation of film class, right? History of film, mm-hmm. and we got to watch *Raging Bull* and do a quiz on it, which was fun.
2: *Raging Bull* is uh, just a master masterpiece work. What about you, Dave? Do you have any favorite Scorsese movies?
0: Honestly, I've never really watched many of them. Um, not for a reason. I just haven't really seen very many.
2: Not even *Goodfellas*.
0: <sighs> I've been in the room while goodfellas was on i was unable to watch the movie because of somebody else who was present who would Um, not stop talking so um, uh, i've sat is that is that me is that person me no it's okay good (laughs) my mother-in-law um so i've i have sat through the movie but i i can't say i've watched it gotcha Uh, Cause I didn't follow it.
2: It's a good, like uh, if you're like in the mood for like a, a-
0: Italian gangster movie, but you don't want to like watch the
2: Godfather. It's a good alternative to that. Yeah.
0: Um, I've seen that one kind of, I guess uh, I like I said, I sat through it, but didn't follow it. Um, I've seen shutter Island, which I didn't like.
2: Oh yeah. Shutter Island too. I forgot, but it's not one of my favorites, but it's really like a very inventive
0: uh, film. In my opinion, I didn't enjoy it. I, I knew what was going. It. I knew what was going on. Fifteen minutes into the movie, and so the whole rest of the movie, I know exactly what's going on. And so, sure. like, okay, this is right. weird.
1: I'm looking at this list, and it feels like the only Scorsese movie that I've watched are his gangster movies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen uh, the Last Cessation of uh, Jesus Christ? No. The Last Cessation of Christ? No. Nope.
0: Dude, it's a pretty good movie. William Defoe crushes that movie. That movie. Was, uh, that movie- was uh that it was like the the name that shall not be named in my house growing up like that movie was known about but Mm -hmm. like we don't talk about that movie and like you're never gonna watch this movie
2: (laughs) (laughs) to be be fair I don't think I watched it until college um just because like so many people like talked about it in the background I was like eh, all right it's a Jesus movie I don't know if I really want to watch it but then you watch it and you go oh this is
1: I didn't realize that he did that George Harrison documentary.
2: He's done a lot of music documentaries. I think he's done he one for U2 as well. If I'm not, he did mistaken. the Rolling
1: Stones one. Should Rolling
2: Stones, there you go. Yeah. I thought right. he, I thought he did another one, but I could be wrong. He probably he did a Bob Dylan one. It looks like, um, I don't know. Scorsese is uh, a man who uh, is just a treasure, and we're so lucky that he's. Still alive and making movies, and, you know, I, I think he's the greatest living filmmaker today, along with Spielberg and um, a few others. Tarantino? And, and, mm, Tarantino's close, but I won't say I will put him on the greatest list. I'd say he's good, but I wouldn't call him great.
1: All right. Um, right. Let's move on. What else is on your, your watch list here? <laughs>
2: um let's see i watched the new disney animated short once upon a studio did you guys get a chance to catch that i did
1: watch that did you, have you seen that dave no i haven't
2: it's a lot of fun like it just makes me like sad and hopeful for 2d animation but at the same time i uh i'm just like i wish they would just make a mickey mouse movie <laughs> yeah. it's, it's never gonna happen but i wish they would just like you know, get get the the courage to do it. I feel like there's a lot of room for some good storytelling with the original trio of Mickey Mouse, Goofy, and Donald, and they just don't do it. I guess
1: it, it's a it's fun. It's um, you know, basically
2: all the animated all
0: characters.
2: The, it was like Roger Rabbit without Roger Rabbit. Well, there was no human characters. Yeah, I know. But like it was all the animated characters get together to do a group photo. And it's such a great idea because like even the villains are invited and everyone's kind of a little leery about it. And I'm surprised some of the people who do make it. And I'm surprised there was a couple of people who didn't make it. Like, like I, I don't remember seeing any characters from the Black Cauldron in there.
1: Um, I yeah,
0: you might be right. I can't remember. That movie never happened, though. Yeah, they they,
2: they really do try to pretend that movie never happened. But there are some movies that I didn't think they would acknowledge got acknowledged yeah. too. So
1: I mean, even like some old Silly Symphony Sin- stuff too. Yeah. If you're so, a Disney fan and you grew up watching the movie cartoon movies, you'll you'll dig this 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 short. It is short. It's only like what seven minutes, you know.
2: I, I think it's less than that. But it, yeah, yeah. It, it, with credit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's short and it's very sweet and enjoyable. Uh, another thing that was very short and very cool was the uh, – it was like a short documentary called The Beatles Now and Then. Uh, okay. Which, which Are we going to was... talk about The Beatles Now? <laughs> yeah, sure, if you want to. Uh, did you guys – did
1: y'all watch it? I did. Um, directed by Peter Jackson.
2: Well, it's, a, it's it was supposed to be an extra for his – Well. Whatchamacallit thing that got made back then. Back in COVID. Yeah, get back. Thank you.
1: Um, so – do you know the story on on this song? Well, Besides would you saw. Well, you saw yeah, I mean, it was.
2: a saw in the documentary. It was pretty well explained in the documentary. Yeah. Uh,
1: the The music video that they put out for now and then, I think, is it's fucking phenomenal. He directed that too. Through. Really I don't think I've story. seen the music video. The music video is really cool. Oh, is
0: that the one with them like through the ages playing together? Is it? That yes. One? I actually yes. did see that. That was pretty cool.
1: And y'all like the, the song. I, I actually really do like the song. It The first couple times I heard it, I'm like, I don't really know about this. And there's been a lot of hate online about people not liking it. Is it really? Yeah, which is, you know, what did you expect? You weren't expecting a new Beatles track. You got one. Be happy with what you get. Uh, um,
2: I think it's pretty I, good. It just well, it feels really sad when I it's listen very, to it. I
1: like it <laughs> for that reason. It's very sad, very, mel- very melancholy. Um, but I I think the the song itself is is great. I'm glad they were able to go back in there. It's amazing how
2: the, how they were able to save it. Yeah. It's just so awesome. fucking um, Peter Jackson just doing the world's favors left and right, and no one's appreciating it.
1: when they first started talking about it a couple of years ago a year ago, they're like, oh, it's being done by AI. No, the only thing being done by AI was, Removing separating, the background noise. Yeah. Well, separating the piano track from the audio from the vocal track. Right. Um, that which is the technology that Peter Jackson developed.
2: Yeah. Which is crazy. Not to but, mention yeah. that Paul McCartney and uh what's his face, Ringo yeah. like mastered the final track and yeah. gave it their thumbs up. And then uh, George Harrison yeah. played the guitars, which they had to re record for the new track, but he did lay down the, the guitar track for it.
1: Yeah, back in the nineties. Yeah, nineties when they were working on those uh, greatest hits
2: <laughs> Yeah, they were they were trying to use a song in the nineties, and it yep. couldn't get made in the nineties because of how bad the recording was from uh, John Lennon. Well,
1: imagine he would probably just set up a tape recorder near his piano and played the song. You know, I mean,
2: well, because it was just a demo track. It was like yeah. it, for him, he didn't know he was going to get shot in the face a few days later.
1: You don't have to say it like that, but yeah, okay, it's true. It's
2: exactly Timson, what happened, George. Too soon. I mean shit, it happened <laughs> like forty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more. I don't I don't remember exactly when he died. I thought
1: it was eighty two, right? Yeah,
2: oh,
0: was it? So. Yeah, I think so. I think that's right.
1: So yeah. Forty one years ago? No, wait a
0: minute. That would be forty one years ago because yeah. I was born in nineteen eighty two. So Oh
2: shit. There you go. So anyway, oh, it's like a you. it's a pretty cool like 17, 20 minute wait, documentary. Wait a minute. When were you
1: born? What day were you born? What day was I born? You, was it after John Lennon got shot? I don't I I don't remember.
0: <laughs> Are you the reincarnation
1: of John Lennon? That's what I'm asking. He could be. Uh,
2: when was he shot? I'm looking that up. It's powerful podcasting. It is December eighth, nineteen eighty.
0: 19, oh 1980 yeah 1980 but, never then mind I was definitely then I was definitely born after uh he was shot yeah he's po- he's a post so post you could be,
1: you could be the reincarnation I I guess you do have the long hair and the beard so
0: I just need some more circular glasses I was about to say that some roast to have some
1: circular glasses yeah
0: I actually had some at one point my mom told me <laughs> I was like John Lennon
1: <laughs> that's cool. All right, cool. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, um, I in, in yes, I do really like the song. It's I, I can't actually stop listening to it. Every time it comes on, I'm like, oh, this is great. I love this. Yeah,
2: story. I think I think it's a really good song. It it's a bit like weird because uh, uh, you don't expect a Beatles song to have such new sounding recordings to it. Yeah. It's it sounds like it was like recently mastered or recently recorded. True. So it has it has like this weird eerie feeling to it when you listen to it.
1: But they did a bunch of um remasters on they had the the red and the blue greatest hits like the 62 to 66 and 67 to 71 or whatever it was. Oh yeah. You know you know I'm talking about the the iconic red and blue greatest hits albums. Sure. They've gone back and remastered some of those tracks on there in 23.
2: So, so it sounds similar to the new song, I guess. Yeah,
1: you, I've heard things on there I've never heard before. You got you to gotta hear it with a, a good pair of headphones mm. uh, to really get all the nuance on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's worth, worth checking out. It's really cool. I'll do that.
2: And then uh, I have finished the first season of Gen V recently. I you, did too. You guys watching that? I finished it. D- Dave shakes his head. No, have you have you no, watched uh, any I of haven't, the I haven't watched boys? boys yet? Oh, gotcha. So. Yeah, so. the boys is definitely like required to watch before yeah. before this. I I liked it. Um, this is very much a boys like season like three point five.
1: Sure, it was a uh, you know it's it it's very much in the boys universe. Yeah, there are some. Uh, gross shit on these on these episodes.
2: Um, <laughs> well, that's like their trademark, right?
1: But I mean, the story was fun. The characters they introduced were fun. Um, I liked where the storyline went, and I. It's weird that one of like the biggest names in it, Schwarzenegger's kid, was only very briefly in the show. Yeah, I'm
2: going <laughs> to say I'm like okay. I had no idea that was Schwarzenegger's kid until the yeah. final episode. And I'm gonna go. Oh really? Oh, that's his name. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like a full like Patrick, right? Light, light bulb that turned on. Right. I guess I just didn't watch any of the credits. I guess, and it just w- totally went over my head. And then I go, I was like, oh, I guess I can kind of see it now. But I mean, it, it was
0: does those does he m- use the Schwarzenegger name? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Doesn't look
2: anything like him. Ah, uh, kind of. A like, bit, he he has some of the like facial structure of Schwarzenegger, but he's way thinner, and yeah, he resembles his mom more than his dad.
1: Which mom? Ooh.
2: Well, it's not that kid. It's Maria, right? Not yeah. the, not the maid. Yeah, not the maid. That guy looks like identical to Schwarzenegger.
1: <laughs> I know, that's crazy.
2: Uh, and then finally, yeah. I, I want to keep this short because uh, I don't. I feel like I'm going on too long. And I watched my favorite thing I've ever seen on Netflix or one of my favorite things I've oh. ever seen on Netflix. Uh, it is the Blue-Eyed Samurai. It's a new animated series on Netflix. It's probably some of the best like 3D animation I've ever seen from Netflix. Um, oh. I love Feudal Japan stuff. I love Samurai stories. And this is just... A, a cut above all the cloths that come before it, in a way, in my opinion. It's a great story, great voice acting. Uh, it is not for children. Very, uh, like, so if you're <laughs> afraid of, like, uh, or if you don't want to, like your kid to watch any nudity or any, like, blood or... You know, or bad language. Don't watch this. I'm adding it to my watch list right now. But it's it's great. I enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, as soon as it was over, I was like, "Damn, I just want to watch that again." So uh, really, uh, it's what just,
1: about what, what about the Onimusha show? I didn't know there was an Onimusha. I, I don't know what that is. Onimusha like, was an old PS2 like the video old game. video
0: games. Like, yeah, I I played Onimusha uh, two. I think it was yeah. the second one. Uh, it was pretty. I, it was fun. That's uh, the only one that I really know. I had no idea what that is, and there I haven't
1: watched it yet. But the new season of the Castlevania show, which is I love Castlevania. It's hard for me to get into it because it's so anime looking.
2: Well, I didn't like the look of the any of the Castlevania shows. I think that anime style is not for me.
1: Apparently, my dog didn't like it either because she ate my uh, Dracula Funko Pop the other night. Oh, he, he he's in pieces
2: now. <laughs> he's been staked in the heart. <laughs> well, there's no, there's always a chance for him to come back. <laughs> I don't think so.
0: Um, yeah, I started I, that the, series, and I like. I thought it was cool. I I liked the I I didn't mind the art style, and uh, it was more violent than I was expecting it to be, and I was enjoying it for what it was, but I I didn't stick with it. Yeah, to get back into it.
2: Yeah, I tried watching it when it first came out, and I just realized either A, I don't know or like very much of Castlevania, or B, I'm just – that uh, look of anime is not there, for me.
1: The look for me is my big hurdle, but there's a lot of lore in that in the Castlevania universe. What about the uh, Captain Laserhawk, the Blood Dragon show?
2: I don't even know what that is either.
1: I started watching it. So do you know what Blood Dragon is? No. So, Blood Dragon was like this weird neon, uh, noir game. It was based on Far Cry Four, maybe. Um, great fucking game if you haven't played it. And I made a sort of anime series about it. And like, Rayman, the character Rayman, is like the guy who reads the news.
2: I played. I played Rayman the PlayStation video game. The same character. Oh, cool. It's uh, a if you go movie look, about it.
1: It's a it's a anime series. Mm. But speaking of Netflix, I've been uh, watching the new season of Big mouse.
0: Oh, I haven't started it yet. You haven't? No.
2: Yeah, that it's was a, another. That was another show I couldn't really get into. Oh, I, I
0: love I love that. Show. Oh, I I love the show, uh, and I am caught up. Otherwise, I just haven't watched any of the newest season yet.
1: Uh, maybe halfway through, it's not it's not as great. I'll be honest, but there's been <laughs> they've introduced elements of characters from um, uh, human resources. And I they, didn't
0: care for the bit of human resources that I watched. It I was...
1: I didn't like it at first. It took me a while to actually get into it. Once the second season came out, I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna watch watch it, and I I started to in, <laughs> enjoy it from there. But it was also something I was sort of watching passively as I was doing other things, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Big Mouse, it's, its hasn't been as great as some of the past seasons, but it's still fun. I recommend if you liked any of the previous ones. Did you like it? Maybe? Question mark?
2: <laughs> Maybe?
0: Maybe? Um, what else? I do kind of feel like that show has probably said most of the important things that it needs to say. <laughs> yeah, they've covered they've covered a lot of the they've covered that puberty I feel like, so far. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh,
1: what's the uh, Glauberman? I can't remember the character. Uh, yeah. first name Andrew um, Glauberman. Yeah, it, one of the episodes he has to uh, he has he has an issue where he has to stop jerking off. And uh, he stops jerking off, becomes like really smart. <laughs> <laughs> so that one's actually pretty funny. Um, what else? Is, what else? I, I watched uh, the first episode of the new Invincible season.
2: I haven't watched any of that yet.
1: And I've watched the first episode of season four of for all mankind.
2: I've also have not watched that yet. You should. I, I just haven't I really had the agree. time to. I mean, it's one of my favorite shows on Disney Plus or Apple Plus. Yep. Uh so I'm I'm very excited to watch it. I just haven't had time to.
1: It's really good. It's like a another time jump, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, this time they're in the 90s, right? I think so. Early 90s I think. Yeah.
1: Um Daniel Stern joined the uh the cast. Cool. One of the uh what is it? Not the Time Bandage What's the uh what, the Wet Bandits. Wet Bandits. Thank you. Um and the uh, the other thing I want, I watched Jaws 2.
2: What Possessed you to watch that
1: because I'd never seen it before in my life. All right, I just watched Jaws recently in the past like couple years, so
2: I was like, All right, it was I still, okay. I still it was need true. to do that. Out of all the Jaws sequels, that's probably one of the better ones. Yeah, uh, I started
1: watching part three, and it, that has
2: not been good. It gets drastically worse after three, even even three is kind of fun for it's, all, three it's three wrong, it's fun times. for all the wrong reasons. Let's it's just say
1: full 3D. At in your face type of eighty early eighties like bad graphics, bad air, it was just oh my god, it's it's set place in a SeaWorld
2: type or a SeaWorld yeah. type thing, yeah. No, they
1: called it SeaWorld. Oh, do they really?
2: Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, it's
1: I haven't finished it yet, but how many more sequels are there? Just four, right?
2: Uh, only you know one the four. I think it's whichever one Michael Caine's in. That's the last one.
1: Wait. Michael Caine's in one?
2: Yeah, he's in the very oh. last one. All right. I think I he's I think that. it's in I think it's called Jaws Revenge.
1: I'm looking it up now. Uh let's see here. How many there's films. I don't want to edit it. I just want to look at it. Okay, yeah, so Jaws Revenge is part 4.
2: Yeah, so that's the last one. Yeah. All right. It's not good, but meh. Michael Caine's in it. Okay. That was probably just a paycheck for him. It was. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I think he very much says that.
1: Um, speaking of going, let's go back to Disney plus really quick. And I know Dave does not like this series, but uh season two of behind the attraction came out.
0: You don't like that series? Oh, Dave? I it, that's the one that's done by the like toys that made us people yes. is that right it's the exactly. I don't like the way the show's laid out like I, 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 I think the information's it, fun but I, but I, did yeah, too. I
2: felt
1: the, it I felt yeah. it more in this season Dave I, I, I was like oh yeah Dave would fucking hate this part right here um,
0: I like the information that they cover I just don't like how they do it
1: so there's uh, six new episodes there's Pirates of the Caribbean Big Center Mountain Railroad Indiana Jones Adventure, The Food. Ooh, Ep- Indiana Ep- Jones Adventure. Epcot and The Nighttime Spectaculars. Um, we, of course, the very first one that we watched was The Food. Because that's, that's what you go to Disney for, right?
2: I, that's one of the reasons. I, I don't. One of the reasons. I think the food is one of the most boring parts of Disney.
1: I got, I thought that episode could have been better. Um, the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad was actually really good, uh, Pirates was really cool. I'm looking forward to the Epcot and the Indiana Jones one is for sure.
2: Yeah. I definitely want to check out the Indiana Jones one. Yeah. I mean, it's, maybe they'll it explain why it keeps breaking down.
1: Cause it was built when the technology wasn't quite
2: there. <laughs> it's still quite not there.
1: <laughs> All right, Dave, what about you, sir? What have you, what do you want to get into?
0: Oh, um, what have, what have I been watching? Um, let's save
1: your marvels until we what we marvel because we're about to get there
0: okay that's fine um i watched five nights at freddy's weren't you nights? scared
1: how many nights no. did it take you to finish
2: it
0: oh just the one just the one uh, Damn it. yeah um
1: then it doesn't live up to its name
0: i heard it's so, terrible. i heard it's terrible it's okay it's not good <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good movie. I watched it. Um, so I understand that the, that movie
2: is not made for me. I am not the target no, audience.
0: That's it. So that's, that was the, the hesitation that you heard in my voice. We watched this movie because I have a kid that likes Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And because uh, otherwise, I would not have watched this movie. But uh, yeah, it's like the... The like, costume effects, I guess, are kind of cool in it. The masks are are kind of neat, but like that's honestly about all the movie has going for it. It's,
2: I also hear that the, the, that portion of the movie is really short too, or or very small. You don't the, see them a whole lot. No, the main really.
1: character sleeps a lot in the movie.
2: Yeah, I mean that's what I would probably be doing if I was. <laughs> to. The yeah. the
0: the plot was absolute nonsense.
2: Yeah, like well, isn't I'm, it
0: the same plot <laughs> of the video game? Apparently not. My daughter was telling me that, no, it's not. Oh. was uh, some uh, way to uh, get well, some Well, I mean, dude I guess in, their... uh, uh, some of it is, I guess. But mm-hmm. they, I don't know. They had to pad it to make it into a movie, I think, was what she was saying. I've never played the game, so I don't know uh, really what I'm talking about, except that it wasn't a very good movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it was nice to see Matthew Lillard in... A movie again that was that was cool hey man okay
2: because because of this movie he got a three picture deal from blumhouse, from blumhouse right? yeah so so not so to
1: spoil the movie for, for anybody him. but
2: he played shaggy
1: in the scooby-doo movies right yes mm-hmm. so you he did the opposite of what he did in those movies yes by you know what i'm talking about
2: no yes okay i have That's no i have no idea what you're talking about
0: Uh, 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 all right i can't i can't explain it without like giving away the end of the movie i guess
1: i don't think george
2: cares really he doesn't
0: he doesn't care but the movie's still fairly new and other people who are listening might
2: but it's also free like you could just you know watch it well watch it on peacock for free
1: well if you pay for peacock
2: Oh, you have to pay for Peacock, man, that's yeah. true. I forgot about we that. We signed
0: up for it to watch the movie, to watch oh, this no. movie. Yeah. I mean, you get that, like, uh, what, like, six months free or something like that, right? Yeah, I think that's what we're sitting on right now. I don't know how long it is. My wife did the did the paperwork. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, we, we signed up for, for that service just to watch that movie. But we've watched a couple other things on there since then, uh, like uh, The Black Phone. Oh, that's the a great midnight. movie. I I really enjoyed it. I thought
2: that was really good. It's a fun ghost story that's not scary, but enjoyable to watch.
1: It's a ghost story and a a thriller. Yeah. Because the character, Ethan Hawke's character, I could imagine they didn't show a lot of it, what he could do, but I can imagine it was pretty, pretty gruesome.
0: I kind of like that you never really see what he does to everybody exactly uh, it, because part of that is because it lends to like the terror of the main character because he doesn't really know either the whole time he does not well, he's
2: also like, has like different if i remember correctly he's like different uh masks like for different occasions like however his uh feelings are
0: so there were th- there were three mask variations there was the one there where there was no mouth the mouth was like Glossed over, right? And then there was a happy uh, with the big, the big toothy grin, mm. and then yeah. there was the the frowny face one. Um, it
1: feels very much like ghost.
0: Yeah, the, the the mouthless one looked like the old nameless ghoul yeah. masks. Maybe that's yeah. where they got it from. It, they might have. But, you guys so, you so, you they just called them up anywhere?
2: and. He's like, hey guys, can we just borrow one of y'all's extra masks for this movie, real quick? <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll paint but it, it it's in a different color. It was a so my my wife has read the story uh, that it's based on, um, mm. and apparently it's only like a twenty page long short story.
2: Based it's on right? a Joe Hill book, right? Yeah, yeah, Joe, sure, that, it's, yeah. yeah it's a Joe I'm Hill sure, story, yeah.
0: um, and she was saying that like the um, he wears a mask in the story. But they they added the the swapping faces for the movie. Mm, yeah, they, I think basically as a way to have the character emote, even though he's wearing a mask all the time.
2: Yeah, sure. But so, also yeah. also the show like degradation of his like psyche, right? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a yeah. Uh,
1: VHS eighty eight, like one of the newer VHS movies. Apparently, there's a short in that that's sort of a sequel or a prequel to this story. I haven't seen oh, it yeah. yet, but I'm interested
2: in that. I've never seen any of the VHS
0: movies. I have not either. I can't remember. I, I, I may have it. watched some of like the first one, maybe. I feel like I maybe did and just wasn't real impressed with it. Hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure whichever. It, I can't remember for sure if it was VHS or if it was another one of those like anthology horror movies like that. Um, but I know that I was watching one and I, I turned it off because it was like, none of these are good.
2: <laughs> but they're, they're all kind of just like, uh, like roll of the dice kind of deal. You never know if they're going to be
0: good or bad. Yeah. So we also watched, uh, on Peacock, we watched Pet Cemetery 2. Did you? <laughs> yeah. From you know, like 19, it was like from 1992, I think. Uh, so, Edward Furlong
2: is in it y- Oh yeah that, Out of all of the Pet Cemetery movies I watched that one the most Because it was the one that was on TV all the time And also Edward Furlong And I yeah. was I was a huge fan of his from Terminator 2 So I would watch right. anything he's in Which is why I watched like, say, a movie called Brain Scan Which if you bring it up No one ever fucking remembers it But it was like a VR movie from the 90s Where a demon in the VR game Tries to get him to do evil shit it's a great movie. You should check it out.
0: Okay, so I,
1: sounds like a big uh, I don't see that movie's real.
0: So I'd never watched Pet Cemetery Two, but my wife, like, kind of like you said, George, like, she used to watch it all the time as a kid, and she she remembered it fondly, and she was like, "We should watch this." She's like, "It's not it's, good. It's probably <laughs> it's probably not going to be as good as I remember it." It's like it, no, it's probably not. You're probably right, but I actually enjoyed <laughs> it. I it's it's stupid fun. It's, there's some cool stuff in it. It is stupid just, fun. And, uh, uh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Clancy uh, Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. Yeah. He's fucking fun in that movie. Creepy <laughs> He's in that movie. Have, He's having a great time. I think my, one of my favorite
2: parts is the scene with the the motorcycle where they're like revving the motorcycle wheel yes. and like shoving <laughs> a kid's face toward it. It's so good. Carrie, have you ever seen it? Uh, I it's
1: when I was a kid. I remember seeing it, but it's been a while.
0: It was yeah. actually, um, it was actually a lot better than I was expecting it to be, and surprisingly, I felt like uh, for a movie that was not related to an actual Stephen King story. They kept it very Stephen King. I yeah. felt like
2: like I said, out of the many franchises that's come from Stephen King, that's like one of the ones that's, that sits fondly with me, mainly because I watched it a lot as a kid. Yeah. Uh, to, to add on to your story uh, during Halloween, Catherine and I were having a conversation about Stephen King movies and how they're like hit and miss most misses mm-hmm. than hits. And yeah. there was this, uh, I remember watching Children of the Corn a lot, and I remember hating that story, but I had no idea why they made eight of those movies. Did they? Yes, they made eight Children of the Corn movies.
1: Only four Jaws movies. Come on.
2: <laughs> and so Catherine was like, oh, we should watch them. And I was All like – and that was my response to all of them. And like, so we started, we made it all the way to three. She wants to keep watching. I could barely stomach it. It's just terrible.
0: But I rewatched the first one of, uh, not all that long ago.
2: Yeah. Have you seen any of the sequels? No. They, they, it just gets more ridiculous. Like, I Just as ridiculous as the first premise is, it gets more ridiculous than that. <laughs> so... Anyway, uh, just kind of like to harp on that. It, it, like I, I also watched a Stephen King thing recently that you know meh was on, but Pet Cemetery Two,
0: a lot of fun. Yeah, isn't it there was a, actually
1: pretty fun. the new ones? Right, they're like Bloodline or something like that.
0: Yeah, That's I haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. It's not a sequel. It's actually it's a prequel. It's the oh. story of the, of the, the Pet judge, Cemetery the judge character. <laughs> the the Judd character, the one that Herman Munster played in the mm-hmm. old movie. Sometimes dead's better. It's yeah, it's his story, like how how he came to oh. uh, be involved okay. with the pet cemetery. Yeah,
1: so it's not a prequel about the dead cat. <laughs> Technically, uh, the prob- cat
0: there, there's probably a dead cat in it somewhere. Okay, the dead cat comes from the
2: first movie, or from the first movie, or yeah. first book, whatever. <clears throat>
0: What is what we do? Oh, uh, what we do in the shadows. Uh, I I was just abbreviating. Um, That's what we do. That's what we do. kind of like crashed through the whole second half of this new season. Oh, cool. Um, And yeah, so caught up on that. Um, I continue to enjoy the show. It's not as funny as it was. Mm. Uh, but but I, I I like the characters and I'm still enjoying it. They're on like season five now, right? Or four? Something like I think it's maybe five. Mm. Yeah, I think maybe.
1: Uh, I think it's four, right?
2: I don't know. It's hard to keep up the you know that kind of momentum. There's very few shows that are able to get get away with that, in my opinion. Yeah, Sunny in Philadelphia has just been. <laughs> that's an anomaly though. yeah the one that like, it just goes against the grain against I everything caught up
0: on that one recently as well uh i admit recently enough that i'm or long enough ago i think we probably talked about it already but yeah i, I caught up on that one wait and what? they did the last episode the, the the of the last season i haven't uh, seen it yet i haven't finished oh, in the latest okay. season.
2: but if it's good you can go ahead and talk about it i just want to i can't talk much about it
0: It's called Dennis Takes a Mental Health Day. (laughs) (laughs) And they did. um, So, you know how there was I can't remember which season it was in now, but there's the the episode where Mac comes like accepts himself and comes out to his dad and all Mm -hmm. of that.
2: That's early on in the show. What's that? That was like earlier on in the show. No,
0: no. Yeah, it was several seasons ago. But yeah. I'm, I'm making a comparison here. Oh, okay, so yeah. How that episode was, like, actually kind of sweet and, <laughs> like, and humanized Mac and Frank and uh, uh, mostly those two. But that I felt like the subject matter was, like, so delicate that they handled it in a reverent way. And it mm. ends up being a really beautiful episode of the show. I feel like, I think it's a, a, a genuinely touching episode of the show. Uh, and it human. And part of it is because of how it humanizes these characters. They but, kind of, but do at that the same, the same time, they are still terrible people. They are still terrible people. Uh, but this last episode, Dennis takes a mental health day. Kind of humanizes Dennis a little bit too, wow. but it's super fucked up because he's such a goddamn sociopath. <laughs> and I'm like, he's a cannot, god. You cannot make me like him. Do like, <laughs> don't do that to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's that's what makes it fun. Is that it's we do br- like it's or- brilliant. It's brilliant.
0: Yeah,
1: going going back real quick to uh, what we do in the shadow. There was five. There's five seasons now, um, but we we finished the uh, second season of Our Flag Means to Death.
2: I haven't seen that yet either. I I, yet.
1: I freaking love this show. I, I love pirate stuff and uh, this season. I, I thought the season. Like, where are they going to go with it? It's really really cool.
2: Have you seen Black Flag? The Assassin's Creed game? No, the TV show.
1: No, I have not.
2: It's a great Black, pirate. Black Sails? Oh, it? Black Sails. I'm sorry, not Black Flag. Yeah, Black Sails. That's what it's okay. called. It's a great pirate show if you're looking for some good pirate stuff.
1: I have not. But yeah, I watched mean. watched a little bit of it. You, did you watch the first
2: season at all, George? Of this I year? did. I finished the season one. I haven't watched any okay. season two yet.
1: It's pretty cool. There's uh, some really funny and uh, new characters they, they introduce. Mm. It's fun. All right. Um do you guys want to uh turn our attention to Marvel?
2: Does anybody anymore? Uh, a lot of people do. See what I did there guys? I made a comment. Oh, you did. Um
1: have we all seen the Marvels?
2: No. Yes. Okay. Y'all can Would talk. Y'all can ruin it though. I don't care. Just tune out for I mean, a while. I don't care. It's it's all good. I'll I'll still like I've watched all the uh spoilerly stuff online already so so dave what did you think of the movie
0: so first uh i had to like uh marathon through miss marvel yes uh, because i hadn't watched that yet everybody i would recommend that yeah everyone else had seen it like months ago but i i didn't i was busy doing other stuff at the time so i had to marathon it for myself primarily um yeah, definitely if you haven't watched the Miss Marvel series, it, I would recommend doing so before going to the movie, the it's movie only six episodes. Yeah,
1: the movie begins at the very end of the, the show. The, yeah, exactly like, where the show leaves. The exact off. moment.
0: Um so um I have a I have a kid who just fucking loves anything Captain Marvel. Um she has loved Captain Marvel since she was tiny. And she has been so looking forward to this movie. Uh, She also loves Miss Marvel. um, And uh, sounds like my wife. Miss Rambo, who uh, doesn't have a name, doesn't have a superhero name yet. Call Uh, her Photon. Um, because that's uh, her. uh, They
1: they made figures of her, and they called her Photon. So I'm going to go with that.
0: Okay. But she likes that character too. Um, but she was just like super stoked for another Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. and So yeah, we took the kids and they really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a Marvel movie, so it's low on plot and high on spectacle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was good at that and it was funny and yeah. where it needed to be. And um, yeah, I, it, it was a good time. I thought it's a
1: uh, it's one of the shorter movies. Um, it's the so, shortest
0: movie in yeah, all
2: of Marvel history.
0: I,
1: I felt like they could have elaborated on a little bit more, especially like with Darben the bad the bad guy. Uh, there could have been a little. Yeah, bit there
0: was. You got like nothing on her. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but but like what I understand,
0: she was just a plot device
2: to get the characters to do the thing. Essentially, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. But they
1: they could have done a little bit more um, backstory history, but. Like you said, it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of funny moments in it. I, I really liked the Miss Marvel series and in, in the tone of that. And this I movie really enjoyed exactly that too. And I
0: amazing. really like the young lady that's playing Kamala. Yes, and she's fantastic. She
1: steals this movie.
0: Yeah, she, she really does. does. She's yeah, she's the best part of the movie. I think.
2: She, they, I, they, I liked it right up until the very end. I think the very end of the show just kind of like petered out for me.
1: What about the? So this this movie it touches upon the multiverse and all that kind of stuff, just like Loki season two did, which we can talk about that a little bit. Um, what did you think of the ending of the movie, Dave? And then the uh, post credit.
0: Oh, um, when you're when you're saying what do I think of the end of the movie? What like what do you ask? So
1: what happened? Um, I'm trying to spoil it for everybody. So
0: I mean, it's been out for like two weeks, isn't it? You're, the
2: you're, thing
1: that happened at the end was Monica Rambeau. wish she went uh, to an alternate universe
2: yeah. or something like that? Okay, fine. George knows. <laughs> I, I don't give a shit. It's no big deal. Um, and then the the post credit okay, scene. So you're yeah that, that talking about the, in the scene, scene. With the beast.
1: You know what show I've been watching a lot that I really love right now? The reboot of Frasier I heard it's terrible. Yeah okay, let's go back to the Marvels real quick. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, uh, I guess since, you know, we're that cat's all out of the bag. Yeah, uh, it's all over the internet, guys. You're okay. Okay, but, fine. Uh, we can spoil it. No, I thought, I, I had a feeling when, when the, the post-credit stinger, yep. that when Monica wakes up, and she's looking around, and she's clearly in some kind of like medical facility. Yeah. Or something. And I'm like, oh, the X-Men found her. <laughs> it was the first thing I thought. <laughs> and then I hear Kelsey Grammer's voice, and somebody blue walked by the camera. I was like, yeah, the X-Men found her. So that got I spoiled. was surprised that they got Kelsey Grammer yes. to come back. They got,
1: okay, so that got spoiled for me. I knew that the character Beast was going to be in it. But I, in my mind, the whole time waiting for it, I'm like, oh, it's going to be Nicholas Holt. It's going to be yeah. the newer version of Beast. But it wasn't. They went with fucking Kelsey Grammar, which I, I appreciate that.
0: I liked his well. Beast that's big portrayal. That, it's they that are doing that so they. Absolutely um, awful.
2: They're, they're doing that so they can bring in Wolverine for Deadpool. So it would all make sure. sense when that shit happens.
1: Yeah, but he was in the um, in the the modern ones too.
2: That's true, but like that all takes place in the same universe technically.
1: So I think Deadpool three. Uh, there was a series called Deadpool destroys the Marvel universe.
2: Yeah,
1: I think they're loosely basing it off of that. I think so too. The there's gonna uh, the uh, cameos in that movie are gonna be fucking off the charts.
2: Well, there's a rumor that there's uh Daniel Radcliffe will be playing an alternate version of uh Werewolf, of a uh, Wolverine.
1: He should. That'd be cool. That's funny. Uh yeah, I know there's going to be alternate um, universe uh multiverse versions of all kinds of characters. Yeah. Did you hear the, the casting I, rumor today
0: of I heard um, Pedro Pascal for yes. Mr. Fantastic.
1: I uh, I like Pedro Pascal, but He's uh, gonna get to a point where we're should, gonna overuse. He should
0: play him. Von Doom
2: if anybody. Oh, that'd be cool. He's the perfect choice for Von Doom more than anyone else. Or Sue. <laughs> Sue Richards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hey, why didn't we well? do
0: it? Pedro can do it. That's true. Yeah. If
2: anyone can. I mean,
1: I I can I I can. It's okay. I just I just don't want to get. Burnt out on him being used for everything. You know what I mean?
2: Wow. Like, yeah, uh, he, too late for
0: that. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Well, I because like they had, uh, they already ha- they established a uh, Mister Fantastic in the MCU already. Yeah, it was just
2: uh, a cameo though. He but it was, was a different he, alternate not. universe, though. So. And strange.
0: he died. Yes. Oh he yeah, got, he did. That's right. He got, okay, he got
1: spaghetti monstered. That's right. Well, Pedro Pascal is better than Chris Pratt as Garfield.
2: Well, Chris Pratt is playing Garfield. I know, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> what are they doing? Well, they said, oh, wow, he was great in that other movie. Let's do it again.
1: Yes. No, he wasn't.
2: Well, The movie
1: was fun. He wasn't great.
2: Tell that to the billion-dollar people who gave their monies to see it. He was,
1: he was serviceable.
2: Yeah. That's about it.
1: Um, yeah, I like the Marvels a lot. Um, I think, George, even with your your hatred and your... Hatred? Your wow. ilk towards the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think even you might find enjoyment in
2: I, I, I've heard nothing but good things. I hear it's like it's a perfectly serviceable, sometimes fun movie. Yep. Uh, and I just don't need to sit through that. I'll just wait till it comes out on Disney plus.
1: And I was, I was surprised that they used uh, her family so much too, in the movie.
0: I guess I was a little bit too. Um, they, they had a lot more screen time than I expected yeah. them to for sure. And there was a good, you know what though, at the same time, I guess I feel that way because there, there were three leads who are yeah. all already established characters with their own storylines. Yeah. Um, but knowing how important the, community was for the Miss Marvel story yes I guess that's doing her character honor is that she's so community oriented they got to bring her family sure. and, and stuff into it so
1: and then Nick Fury his storyline too continues mm-hmm.
0: his, what's his storyline
2: he's on the spaceship did he go back in space at the end of uh, yes secret agent whatever yeah. Now that show, uh, okay, yeah, that show is a bag of dicks, isn't it? I
1: do I do want to mention Loki season 2. We just finished that over the weekend.
2: I have not uh, finished that show. How far are you? I haven't either. I think I'm like on episode 2. Okay. I'm having a hard, I'm having a hard time like continuing that show. I don't know what it is. Okay, go with it, me here. It's fine, but it's not good. I don't know what it is. is.
1: Keju Kwan uh OB or Boris, right? Yeah. So there's all these alternate multiverse versions of everybody. I think... Well, I think we might have discussed this on the last episode, Dave. Data is an alternate version of... A short round? Of No, no, not short round. Oh, Data from the OB. Goonies of OB. So that technically means the Goonies is officially Marvel canon. So that means... In the alternate version of the Goonies, the older brother is Thanos.
0: Is Thanos, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I
1: I mean, go with me here. It's all going to be in Deadpool three. Trust me. <laughs> but um, I know I really like the the ending of uh, Loki. Um, the storyline went. Somewhere, Um, I was not expecting to use Jonathan Majors as much as they did after all his issues. Yeah, right now. Like, I mean, but they didn't really
2: have a choice, right? Because they, 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 they already filmed it. Yeah, they filmed that whole show before all that scandal came out. Yeah,
1: they could have changed it, but not really. No, I just wonder what they're going to do in the future. What are
2: they? Well, gonna do? as far as I know, he's out. He ain't coming back. That's that's the word on the rumor mill or stuff that yeah. I've, been, I've been reading around is they're going to have to, they're taking a major step back after Deadpool three, since he's the only thing on the agenda for 2024. Yeah. And uh, they're going to retool the Marvel cinematic universe.
1: Can't they just recast him as an alternate? as like a multiverse version that with well, a new actor playing him.
2: I mean, yes, they could, but here's the problem. Like, He's not just the only issue with Marvel in my opinion. They have a quality uh they have a over quantity and under quality problem and they've had that for quite some time.
0: That's I mean that's Disney's major properties in general right.
2: Right, now. but like Marvel kind of operates on their own terms, right? They've always have even when Disney bought them, like they still kind of operated on their own ways. Um yeah. and I don't know. I it, to see a Marvel trailer from anybody these days. I, to not not just Marvel, but like I don't know, superhero stuff in general. It just kind of it needs something new to bring in the audiences.
1: Like what about Madam Web? Do you think that's going to do it?
2: No. <laughs> did you Did y'all watch that trailer? I I watched parts of it, and I was like, oh. I watched it
1: on my phone, phone briefly, like uh, not really fully paying attention and that does not look good
2: yeah the bit I that I watched it it's it's just what's this offshoot spider-man character okay uh, she is kind of a villain but then she turns into a good good guy. If she I can were. see the web, the
1: future through, like, the web or whatever. All right. She spins webs and she, like, pulls a string Yeah, she helps, she helps, Peter, and yeah, she helps Peter Parker at some point. And
2: she also know. tries to kill Peter Parker at some point, too. Right. So.
1: Just like any good character does.
2: Right. So, anyway, it looks kind of – it looks badly made. It looks kind of like a CW show and not in a good way. Yes. It looked, yeah, that's what I was feeling.
1: <laughs> what about the Craven movie? Are they, you can't believe they're really making a Craven movie?
2: I mean, yeah, also, like, kind of sucks that that Spider Man 2 game came out. and We're about really, to get to that. Yeah, but and they I got, just took the sales right out of that movie, didn't they? Who,
1: who was craving a Craven movie?
2: Well, after Spider Man 2, I thought it was pretty great. I think he was a really great villain in Spider Man 2.
1: I, I liked him as a character when I was younger. The uh, Craven's Last Stand storyline, I remember reading that.
2: The Last Hunt. Is what Last Hunt, thank yeah. you. Um, which is was an episode in the Spider-Man animated TV yeah. series, which is great. It was a great
1: episode. I, the same thing your childhood, you just fucking remember. And I remember reading that comic book at my grandma's house in Florida. Wow. I remember the place and where I was reading it. It's weird. But um, let's talk about what we've been playing.
2: <laughs> There you go. I said it already. Spider Man Two. <laughs> How far are you? <laughs> I, f- I just finished the uh, main storyline okay. t- today. Did you? Yeah.
1: What did you think of the narrative in the game?
2: Um, it felt uh, unique, uh, different. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I wished it was actual more Peter Parker. I kind of felt like Peter Parker took a heavy backseat in this game. I
0: don't It's a don't sequel know. to the Miles Morales game, though, isn't it?
2: No, it's a sequel to Spider-Man, the first one. Well, Miles, Miles Morales was is a major, major character in this one, though.
1: Yes. Miles Morales was more of like a 1.5 of Spider-Man.
2: Yeah, like a full an ex- game it is a full game just not yeah. a full full game
1: it was like four hours or something like that not a no, full it's
2: game. definitely the storyline's longer than four hours at least but, i thought so it's um, like a, it's like a 10 hour game as opposed to a like a 20 30 hour game like spider-man is
1: but yeah they i i like the 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 both spider-man being in the game you could switch back and forth as needed
2: yeah i think um, that's awesome i think that's a lot of fun I, love the narrative with them together. Absolutely,
1: um, yeah. I like the bad guys they pulled into this, and they they had different takes on everything.
2: Yeah, their take on Venom is probably, I think, of the smartest take I've ever seen yeah. on Venom ever. I don't know how much I love the alien trying to take over the world uh, storyline, but they it, they had it. to do something with it.
1: Right, it worked in the concept of the game because it lets you fight different <laughs> symbiotes, not right. just Venom.
2: Which I, I, I get also, that. they found ways to bring in like side venom characters, which I thought was super like, cool.
1: Like Scream,
2: yeah, like Scream. I, God, I remember reading uh, a comic book with Scream, thinking that was the scariest looking character ever.
1: The way they and the character they use in the sh- game made sense. It, it makes, yeah, it makes it, sense.
2: It's, it's, like everything that they did in the game was very organic, and I think it felt right for the characters, yeah. Uh, I don't feel like Peter's story really came together until like the last bosses the last two bosses
1: mm. and the the retribution of one of the the main villains from the first game was interesting
2: oh yeah it was good and like how he leads to uh basically he he was like the reason you can actually defeat venom and yeah yeah it's great
1: and some of those venom fights were really cool.
2: I, I don't I don't know if it's just me. Maybe i was just becoming worse at video games. <laughs> but this game was hard as shit to beat. Yeah,
1: there were some difficult moments. I mean,
2: I very you, rarely ever have to go down on a on did you go a, down level. I did. I normally play at normal, but I had to go down uh, on the, on the friendly mode on some of those craven boss fights, and yeah. uh, the most the last one where you're fighting Venom, like it was just sure. impossible.
1: But playing as venom was cool not to spoil oh. it too much but
2: oh yeah absolutely playing as venom is great i wish I just, there was more of that yeah i wish you can find i wish there's a way where you could play more of that character but it just won't make sense it, i am that's, that's i that.
1: am trying to 100% and get all the um the trophies i am stuck on the last spider bot in that game i know where it is but it does not appear for me oh. um, it's, it's a glitch in. that other people have been bitching about, yeah. and hopefully they could patch that. that happened, the same thing happened to me on that Maneater game where the last thing just didn't populate, so I couldn't 100% it.
2: Have you tried uninstalling the game and reinstalling it? I have not. That might be an option.
1: Hmm, I might try that. It's not going to delete my save game. I'll just reinstall it. The-
2: right. Yeah. As long as you have it saved in your cloud storage, you should be fine.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a fucking great game, though.
2: It's definitely going to be a game of the year contender for sure.
1: It is. We can get into that. Uh, yeah. You playing Super Mario Bros. Wonder?
2: I am, yeah. It's you a know what wonder. I'm wondering? It's a wonder. Why isn't it more fun? It's not fun for you? It's okay. Are you not having fun playing Super Mario Wonder? Are you
0: not entertained? Are you not entertained?
2: <laughs> I think this is the best like side-scrolling Mario game since Super Mario 3. It's just
1: okay. No, the the levels are fun. It's fun. It's fine, but I don't know. Some of the levels feel very short. And
2: oh yeah, I could see that for sure. Just, but there are so many levels, though. There
1: are. I'm definitely gonna gonna I'm gonna complete it, but
2: I'm I I, it I'm having a lot of fun, and the fact the the co op couch mode is a lot of fun too. I haven't tried that yet. Yeah, like. I, I don't know how some levels are possible without a partner in some of those game in some of those levels. Sure. Uh, so yeah, I I'm having fun. Uh, me and Catherine have a great time playing it together.
0: Um, Dave, have, do you have a switch by any chance? Um, I don't have one. Both of my kids each have one. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's a fun
2: one. Like it's a fun, like I think you can play up to four players. Yeah. So if you guys get a chance, I, I recommend it, especially if you ever liked Mario ever. Sure. It definitely has the spirit uh, of old Mario in a new setting. With It looks good. It feels fun to play.
1: I wish you could combine um, powers,
2: though, because I want to be the elephant with fire. Oh, well, that's cheating, though. That'd be cool. But there's a lot of fun things you can do as the elephant. I've had yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, there's, there's this other one where you can uh, have uh, bubbles and you can blow bubbles.
0: I've had a lot of fun yeah. with that, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, Dave, what about you? What have you been playing?
0: Um, I. A lot of shit on Steam. Um, Steam. Several weeks ago, like, all of Valve titles were ridiculously discounted on oh, really? Steam a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, like, 85, 90% Damn. off of, like, all of their shit. Uh, so I've, I filled in some collection gaps. Um, so I, I bought, like, all of the half-life title and half-life adjacent titles that I didn't have in my steam library. It's like, I've already, I've played all of this stuff. I played it all back in the day, but it was a way to add it to my steam library. I got like, I don't know, 10 games for like $7 or something like that. So, um, so I replayed the original half-life and, um, the, um, add-ons for it, Opposing Force, and Blue Shift, so I I just finished replaying through all of those um, and just, you know, spent my time remembering how much of a game changer Half-Life was when it came out Oh yeah, I remember playing that in high school. It changed, that was one of those it changed video games kind of games like, the way that Doom put FPSs on the map uh, Half-Life Turned narrative-driven first-person shooters into a thing. Absolutely, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And,
2: I would say that in Counter-Strike. You all know, ever play Counter-Strike?
0: Counter-Strike was originally a, a mod for Half-Life. Right. Yeah. That's all it was. It's its own title now, but back when I started playing it, it was just a mod for Half-Life.
2: But I just um, remember like having like Counter-Strike 2 LAN parties in school. And- when I when I worked
1: at a, uh, one of the video game companies I worked on, we were working on Section Eight. We would all, on our lunch break, play Counter-Strike 2. We played the better game.
0: <laughs> That's funny.
2: Well, anything else you've been getting, uh, filling out your library, you said?
0: Yeah, uh, so I played through those. Um, I've also, uh, I, I picked up a handful of stuff this last week. I got uh, Cult of the Lamb, finally, uh, which I'm I not real yet far yet into yet. That. Are you What's on PC? I have still play- have yet to play that. Are you playing oh, okay. that
1: on a PC, or?
0: Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, PC. Um, it, it's really I. I mean, this isn't anything I didn't know beforehand. It's really cute. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I'm having fun with it so far. I'm still, I'm I'm still getting mechanics introduced though. Yeah. Um, like I only have I only have a few followers so far, and well, you're, oh, you're pretty uh, early in it then. Yeah, I'm pretty early in still. Um, I think
1: this is a game that's like fucking right up your alley though.
0: I know, and I, ever since I saw it like get announced, I wanted to get it, and like then both of my kids have played it, and they love it, and yeah. my my older daughter, she was the lamb for Halloween this year. Oh, uh, cool. Kim uh, has that so,
1: shirt, uh, Cult of the Lamb shirt.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I was just kind of, I had to get on board on this one, because I knew I was going to like it, and my kids were like, Dad, you got to play this game, like, this game is for you, you need <laughs> to play it. Yeah. Um, I think on the box that I have on my switch, it says made for Dave. Oh yeah. (laughs) It
1: does. I was like, all right.
0: Thanks. Devolver. (laughs) Uh,
1: Devolver is one of my favorite fucking publishers. I'm got, I gotta say, if you have not watched the Devolver E3 press conferences, do yourself a favor because they're all weird as fuck. Don't really talk about games that much. But there's all this, there's like this weird narrative throughout each one that all connects together. They're really okay. fun. Yeah. If you haven't watched them, they're all on their I YouTube channel.
0: Yeah. I have not. It's crazy. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not real far into that one yet, but I am enjoying it. And I know that I'm going to enjoy it uh, the rest yeah. of the way through. Um, I've also, I picked up um, a couple I haven't played yet. I picked up Hollow Knight. Oh. Uh, but I,
2: I one of started my favorites
0: yet. Um, I picked up Carrion, which I'm also excited yes. to play, but I haven't yes. started that one yet either. Um, if you don't know what that one is, it's like uh, a platformer version of The Thing, but yep. you're The Thing. Oh, uh, that's fun.
1: <laughs> it's a Metroidvania with The Thing. Yeah. You're yeah. like... You're the monster. You're You're like this amorphous
0: tentacle like Lovecraft monster, and you, yeah it it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I'm I'm looking. It is a lot of fun. It's it's Um, a
1: little on the short side though, but it's a lot of fun. uh,
0: I picked up a one that I I picked up that I have been playing is Slain Back from Mm. Hell.
1: I have that on my Switch. Uh,
0: It is hard as hell. This
1: fucking game. (laughs) It's a 2D side scroller like. it very much uh, reminds Souls.
0: me of it. Yeah, it reminds me of the original Castlevania. Yeah. As a Dark Souls game. Yeah, no, exactly <laughs> what it is. it is. It is insanely hard. Yeah. Uh, the, the first achievement that I got was called Get Used to It. And it was <laughs> you, you Died for the First Time. <laughs> and then, then, get Did used you? to it. And so now I have the You've Died a hundred times achievement <laughs> as well. Uh, that was just the first fucking lot in this game that was just in the first five minutes yeah uh just about it is it's it is very challenging totally tough um but it's a great game though it's fun uh and it's very metal
1: yeah (laughs) um
2: i know that
0: too i like like whenever there's uh like dialogue cutscenes with other characters yeah they're funny as well uh the game has a sense of it's very the game is aware of what it is yep. and <laughs> makes fun of itself. And I think that's cool.
1: Would yeah. you ever consider getting like a steam deck?
0: Oh, I want a steam deck very much. Yeah. Did you see
1: that they are coming out with an OLED version? OLED?
0: Mm-mm, I didn't like, see that. Like very
1: soon, which they didn't fix a lot of the issues apparently with the steam deck. But if you haven't played the game on an OLED screen, because I got the new switch OLED and it's fucking mm. beautiful. I just can imagine what uh, a Switch OLED would look like.
2: But you also a kind of person who likes to like take their uh, Switch and travel with them, right? I do. You, you don't always do. you don't dock yours quite a bit.
1: I I've only played my Switch on the dock maybe like once or twice. Wow. It's a couch. It's a couch thing for me. I just grab it and play on the couch. Mm. Um like yeah
2: I don't think I've ever I mean I have played it on the go, but I very I very rarely play it on the go. I mostly uh play it at home.
1: To me it's a portable system.
2: Absolutely. No, I get that. It's just uh the convenience of like being able to watch it on my TV is so much. I still
1: I still mess up and call my Game Boy sometimes.
2: (laughs) Can you give me the Game Boy? Game Boy Uh
1: Yeah, the uh, switch—not uh, switch, but the uh, Steam Deck OLED looks looks pretty amazing and there. Well, which means the new one of those—they're discounting the older ones too. So. Do you
0: think? Do you think they're gonna try to push that to market by Christmas? Um, it's, it, it's I, close. It's real fucking close. If they I are. think pre-orders are
1: going to start uh, as a recording, maybe tomorrow or something like that. And I read an article on IG and They're trying to. Protect bots and stuff from people from bots buying them all and that kind of stuff. So,
2: buying what yeah.
1: buying all the quantity of them
2: of what the Steam Deck, Switch. oh, yeah,
0: the Steam Decks, the
1: Steam Deck. Could you keep on calling the Switch? But yeah,
0: but it, it even looks like a Switch, it so does. I don't, I don't blame you.
1: I've uh, I've played Justin's and another friend of mine, so they are cool. So,
0: and I have a uh. I don't know how how many fucking games do I have in my Steam library? A f- fucking ton of them, hundreds of games <clears throat> in my Steam library, and a lot of them I've never played. And if I yeah. had a way to play them portably, I definitely would. Yeah. Um. And I, I checked it out on the website. You can, uh, if or, or from inside Steam, um, even you can uh, check compatibility, and it will it will compare your your library to what's functional with the steam deck so you can you can see what kind of compatibilities you issues you might have before you buy one
1: oh um, yeah I, I see that that's cool
0: yeah um, and my, I, I got a lot of compatibilities enough that it would keep me busy for a long time so i see
1: i see sales all the time it's like verified for steam deck you know what i mean yeah on games,
0: so mm-hmm.
1: i don't know if they ever do maybe we'll i'll do like a payment plan on one or something <laughs> I know I would do that because there's a lot yeah, of I, it's, a, it's a it's a
0: whole it's a whole ass computer, you know, yeah. uh, it's just affordable a computer computer yeah. in
1: the palm of your hands.
0: Yep. Like my uh, cell phone.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. Let's get into I want to I want to quickly go over the video game award nominees. And then we ha- I think we have some metal for George to hate. What? I don't I don't do that. Do you guys know what the uh, the game awards really are?
2: It's uh, an award show where they go, hey, you did great. A lot of people bought your game. Yep.
1: You know exactly what it is. (laughs) Created by, oh, God, what's his name? Um, uh, I'm having a brain fart on the guy's name now.
2: Cool. Yeah. But all right. He's not important. Let's move on. Jeff Keighley. That's his name. Um, Should I know who that is? No, okay.
1: he got a start on G four, and now he's doing this. He I used to watch G four. Yeah. All right, so there is a lot of categories I don't really care about, so we're going to in- ignore like esports and content creation that kind of stuff. But most anticipated game, the nominees are Final Fantasy seVen Reborn, Rebirth. I am sorry, Hades two, Like a Dragon Infinite Well, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken eight. What about you? What do you guys think?
0: I'm still pulling up this info. Hang on. Yeah. You get the vote here. So
2: video game awards 2023. I will just send you
1: the same link that I'm looking at right now.
2: There we go. That's better. Are all right, all right, all right, all right, all right.
1: So, out of those most anticipated games, which ones would you guys like to play the most?
2: Most anticipated <clears throat> games—is that what mm-hmm. we're looking at? Yeah, sure. I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking for that cre- uh, category. I just don't see it.
0: So, I don't know what any of these games are. Hmm. Um, so, I'm gonna say Tekken Eight. <laughs> Not Star uh, Wars. Oh, why not? I don't play Star Wars video games anymore. I think you know, they're all published true. by EA and fuck EA. This is no. This is Ubisoft. This is Ubisoft oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll play that one then.
2: I remember seeing the trailer for this and going, "Oh, they made a GTA Star Wars game."
1: Yeah, you're not playing a Jedi. You're not playing. Oh, anybody was. You're playing a scoundrel, basically.
2: Yeah, uh, a uh, a bounty. No, not a bounty okay, hunter. The, you're that one, that one a, then. Yeah, this that will be the game I, I care about the most. All right. So, also, massive entertainment did a great job with Battlefront, even though that game yes. had, it had its problems. Sure.
1: Uh, best multiplayer, Baldur's Gate three, which none of us I'm sure have played. Diablo four. I'm
0: going to eventually, but me too. I haven't yet.
1: Party animals, Street Fighter six, or Super Mario Brothers Bros. Wonder. Uh, Super Mario. I'm going to say Diablo 4, because I played a lot of the multiplayer aspect of that game.
2: I've never played any of those games.
1: You got, we can skip uh, Best Sports, because...
2: Uh, oh, 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 I don't know. Hot Wheels Unleashed is pretty fun. I didn't know they were coming out with a sequel. Or they I had think it's sequel. already out. Yeah, I didn't realize they had a sequel. I liked the first game that came out a couple yeah. of years ago. I thought that was fun.
1: Okay, Best Sim Strategy Game. We got Advanced Wars 1 and 2. Uh, City Skyline two, Company of Heroes three, Fire Emblem Engage, and Pikmin four.
2: I've never played any of those games.
0: Um, I I <laughs> I most want to play a fixed City Skylines. Yeah, they haven't fixed that yet, have they? <laughs> nope, <laughs> they have okay. not.
1: Uh, out of those games that I've played, only one, and that would be Pikmin four, and I and I like the Pikmin games a lot. So that'll be my choice. All right. Uh, best family game. Disney Illusion Island, Party Animals, Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstars, are Super Mario Bros. Wonder.
2: Uh, I don't see how it could be anything else besides Super Mario. Although I hear good things about Disney Illusion Island.
1: Disney Illusion Island would be a very close second. It's not as good as Super Mario Bros.
2: What is that? What? What is uh...
0: Disney
1: Illusion Island? It's a four-player game. It's a
2: side scroller game.
1: It, it's more like a, it's a Metroidvania game without fighting. Okay. You avoid all the 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 bad
2: guys. Yeah, there's no violence in the game. Probably, yeah, none at all. Yeah,
1: but it's fun though. And it's it's a very Disney-esque. How
2: game. can it be fun without violence? And then also, like you, uh, you <laughs> get to play as some of your favorite Disney characters, which mm-hmm. is part of the appeal, I imagine.
0: Yeah, I can't recall if I've ever played Goofy in a video game before.
2: Nope. And not even are, not even in Kingdom Hearts.
0: Oh, I never played the Kingdom. But Hearts
2: But you never game. got to really
1: play as Goofy. He was just a, a an attack character with you. Um. Uh, See you know. So yeah, this might be the first time. Well, there was a goof troop game if that counts. Was, was there I
2: was trying to remember if yeah. there was. Was that a Game Boy game or an actual uh, game, game It
1: was a like Genesis game, maybe. Around uh-huh. that era. Wow. Best of fighting game, God of Rock, Mortal Kombat one, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl Two, Pocket Bravery, or Street Fighter Six.
2: What the hell is God of Rock?
1: No idea. So it's not my answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat one for sure. Uh,
0: That's the game that I own. Sure. I almost, I almost, uh, no, no, uh, it was. Uh, eh, yeah. Yeah. I would go with that one, even though I, I, I haven't actually played any of these, but uh, I'll go with Mortal Kombat one. It's good. It's really good. Uh, what about you? George.
2: I don't have an answer.
1: All right, moving on. RPG best RPG: Baldur's Gate three, Final Fantasy sixteen, Lies of P, which is the Pinocchio game, Sea of Stars, and Starfield.
2: This is a Pinocchio game?
1: Yeah, Lies I've never of P. Heard
2: of that? Is it
0: any it's good? A,
1: it's an RPG, Dark Souls style game. I've only played the demo. I haven't played the game.
0: How does that work? Like, what does that mean that it's a Pinocchio game? Like,
1: You play as a young Geppetto, I think? I don't remember. It's very interesting. Geppetto or Pinocchio? You play as a young Geppetto, I believe. Okay. And you fight monsters for some reason.
2: Because they're trying to take your boy away?
1: I, I don't know. Like I said, I only played the demo and didn't really get that part of the storyline.
2: Didn't connect with you is what you're saying.
1: I'm going to skip this one because I played a little bit of the Final Fantasy. I'd probably choose that. I could not get into Starfield. I tried. (laughs) I know a lot of people love it, but.
2: I I hear nothing but good things about Starfield. Is that not true?
1: No, it. It could be true. Games are very subjective. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the
0: one that I, on, that's the one I was most looking forward to. I haven't played it yet. Um, yeah. But like, I'm excited for, you know, Elder Scrolls in space. What the fuck ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm also excited that Bethesda has a new property. That's, if you,
1: if that's you, cool I'll too. just say, cause I played it free on game pass. If you like Bethesda games, and you're going to like Starfield.
0: Um. Uh, I'm, yeah, that one. Uh, I, I was, uh, I guess, just not paying attention. But I didn't realize that Baldur's Gate three was a thing until it came out. Yeah, uh, I've played the other Baldur's Gate games. Uh, it's right
1: but- now. It's only on PC and PS five. Digitally, yeah. you can't even. There's no physical version of the game in America. You can buy the year like a. There's an Asian
2: version that is, like, multi-language. Is that the D&D game everyone's talking about?
0: Yes. It's a Yeah, Baldur's Gate is a D&D. I've heard good things about
2: it. I've been wanting to check it out. Me too. I might wait for the digital Xbox
1: version to come out and to buy that one.
2: You have a a PS5, don't you? I do, but I don't
1: play it as much as my Xbox. I don't know. Uh, What about, okay, let's go to best action adventure game. Alan Wake 2, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Star Wars Jedi Survivor 2, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom 2. There's a lot of sequels in this category. Uh,
2: My answer is Spider-Man.
1: My answer is Spider-Man, Jedi Survivor right behind that, and then Alan Wake 2 right behind that.
2: I never played any of the Alan Wake Wake games.
1: I just started, I picked up Alan Wake 2 recently, and I'm not very far into it. The first part of the game is completely different than anything ever before. You're actually trying to solve a murder, and you're, it's very interesting, very creative the way they did. Yeah,
2: it's very story-oriented, for what I understand. And, like, it's pretty much like, this is, like, the future of gaming, is what people are saying.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Uh, best action game, Armored Core 6, Dead Island 2, Ghost Runner 2, Hi Fi Rush, and Remnant 2.
2: See, I guess I just don't understand what classifies Spider Man 2 an action game and action that. adventure game. I mean, it's the same thing, ain't it?
1: I'm going to choose Remnant 2 because I have played a little bit of that with some of my buddy online, and uh, Hi Fi Rush right after that. Cause that game went, was a lot of fun.
0: I can't believe they made a Dead Island 2.
2: I don't know what that no, is.
0: can. Dead Island was fucking stupid.
2: They spent I did like, not like that
0: game.
1: They <laughs> spent like 12 years in development on this game too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because the first one came out like a fucking age ago.
1: Yeah. So we could skip best VR, right?
2: Well, I haven't played any of these, so Yeah,
1: me either. Um we can what about we can skip mobile.
2: But have, I think have hello, you all played any of these mobile games?
1: My my uh, Doom game is not on there, so all these are not not. I, I don't like these. <laughs> why is <laughs> hello Why is Hello Kitty a best mobile game and not Doom? Come well, on, because
2: it probably had more downloads than Doom did. To be honest, maybe
1: yeah. Um, we can skip the best debut indie because I don't really know much about those. Um, I've never
2: even heard of these. Pizza Tower sounds fun, though.
1: Yeah, right. That just sounds like a good evening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> same thing with Beth Indie Game. I would say Dave the Diver. I played the the demo for that.
2: Aren't you like you're gushing over that? I thought. No, not really. I remember you you like saying you really liked that game. You
1: know what? I saw a preview for or a game review. There is uh, a fucking uh, Christmas Carol, Metroidvania game with Ebenezer Scrooge in it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh huh. <laughs> I can't remember. Is Ebenezer and something? Um, let me look this up.
2: It's his uh, partner. Uh, what's a Scrooge and J- Jacob Marley? Marley, yep. thank you.
1: Ebenezer and the Invisible World. It set place after the story and you get power up from ghost and you're running around. It looks just like fucking Metroid, like our Castlevania, actually like Symphony of the Night. It's fucking weird, but the reviews I've seen, there's some game breaking bugs until they can fix that. I'm not going to pick it up, you know?
2: Well, the, the sure gall of like, yeah, we're going to make a game out a Christmas story or a fucking Christmas Carol.
1: Well, at least it's not Hallmark Christmas game.
2: That's true, I guess.
1: (laughs) Uh, Let's uh, best ongoing game. We can skip that. We don't play any of
2: those games. Um, how I play play Cyberpunk. I just never finished it. I I hear the the update is just immaculate. So
1: I've heard that too. So uh, we we can talk about okay, best ongoing game, Apex Legend Legends, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Final Fantasy fourteen, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. I'm gonna say I maybe Cyberpunk, but Fortnite has a lot of cool characters they can get into it.
2: A lot of a lot of the kids like the Fortnites, right? The
1: kids love the Fortnite.
2: Yeah. That's that probably has a good chance of winning then.
0: Yeah. Also, the US military uses it as a recruiting tool, so you know that's cool too. Why? They made. They did a partnership with the military from Fortnite. Oh, that's weird. All right. Uh, yeah, that's real fucking weird. Yeah.
1: Best performance. This is actually okay. Ben Starr from Final Fantasy 4, 16, Cameron Monaghan, Jedi Survivor. Idris Elba, Cyberpunk Twenty Seventy Seven. Melanie Liburd, Alan Wake Two. Neil Newbon, Baldur's Gate Three. And Yuri Lowensol from Marvel's Spider-Man Two. Yuri was uh, Peter Parker.
2: Yeah, I, I think he killed it. As you know, yeah, he, he killed it. I I like I said, I feel like uh, there was more to grasp on on the first game, but. Uh, I think he did a great job of especially like there's a lot of crying scenes with Peter Parker and yeah. Spider- Spider-Man too. And he, he really did a great job of not making it feel awkward or forced.
1: Sure. Uh, no, I agree. Um, I would agree. I would agree on that, on that choice. Yuri low as well. But Cameron Monaghan was great in Jedi survivor too.
2: Absolutely. But, I just mean, him, you know, they're, they're just going to give him a movie eventually. They should. Yeah. Or, or, uh, Fucking shitty Disney Star Wars plus show
1: Alright, so best audio was Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, Hi Fi Rush, Marvel Spider Man 2, and Resident Evil 4.
2: Isn't Alan Wake like he really heavy on audio?
0: It is. What'd you say, Dave? Did you play the Dead Space Remaster? I did not. Did you play it originally? Yes, I did. Yeah, I, I'm curious about that one, bitch. Because like the sound was good in it. Already, oh yeah, and that game is fucking terrifying. Uh, so no, no, I don't know nothing's
2: more terrifying than Alien: Isolation.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna choose uh, Marvel Spider-Man Two because as I was playing it the other day, when I was zooming around the city, and the air—you could hear the air effects in your controller.
2: Yeah, it's awesome. I was like. Oh, that's, that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, Kim's like, Kim, Kim's like on,
1: yeah, Kim's on the couch. She's like, "Is that coming?" Because f- you're, I'm like, "Yep."
2: I really do feel that's like cool. they're pushing uh, the PS5 to its limits for sure. They're they're using the crap out of all the oh, special yeah. features that PS5 has available to it. All right,
1: let's move on to best art direction: Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom.
2: I'm gonna go with Super Mario Bros.
1: I'm gonna go Alan Wake Two on this one. It's a fucking
2: beautiful looking game.
1: So is Super Mario Brothers. It, well, yeah, but it's Super Mario Bros.
2: So uh, it makes it less worthy, I guess.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, I'm joking. I'm not. <laughs> I, I am you.
2: not hating on the Mario Bros. All right, you are hating on the Mario Bros. It's okay. Luigi will just break your kneecaps later.
1: Best narrative, Alan Wake Two. Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy 16, and Marvel's Spider Man 2.
2: I'm going to go with Spider Man 2 on this one. Me too. Two for the twos. Best adaptation.
1: This is a, a film or TV series. So we have Castlevania Nocturne, Gran Turismo, The Last of Us, the Super Mario Bros. movie, and Twisted Metal.
2: So, I'm confused. Why is there a movie category in the, uh... Best adaptation of a video game. But, but why? <laughs> is why I'm not? Say, I'm just saying, like, we don't need this.
1: <laughs> we don't need it, but it's there. <laughs> Look,
2: I don't
0: need this. All right.
1: <laughs> I mean, the only option is The Last of Us. And then right. Twisted Metal maybe behind that.
2: I mean, Super Mario's wasn't terrible. It was, it was fine. fine. It was fine. It was serviceable. Last of Us is like the most—I uh, would say the uh, most um, well done, well done, and also the closest to its source material than anything else. Yeah.
1: Best game direction. Let's go here: Alan Wake Two, Baldur's Gate Three, Marvel Spider-Man Two, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legend of Zelda: and Tears of the Kingdom.
2: Uh, Spider-Man 2.
1: Sure. I'll go with you there. All right. Last category. Game of the fucking year. Spider-Man 2. Okay. Should I read the rest? (laughs) No, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Alan Wake 2. Baldur's Gate 3. Spider-Man 2. Resident Evil 4. Super Mario Bros. Wonder. And Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom.
2: You know, do you think video games is going to have the same problem that movies has eventually, where, like, it's just nothing but sequels?
1: Yep. already We're already there, bro. <laughs> Look how many of these to game of the year. One, two, three, four, five, six. They're all sequels to something. One's even a remake. So, yes, we're there already.
0: Yeah. Also, it, it took Bethesda 20 years to, like, make a new property. Yeah. To to your point about everything being a sequel or a continuation,
1: it's, it's easy. It's the 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 easy way to just create something that's already been done before. Just make a new version of it.
2: Mm. Yep. Yeah, people like saying, "Why don't they come out with something new all the time?"
0: Because when they do come out with something new, everybody nobody fucking just cares. About it. Yeah, exactly. Nobody, nobody cares. Because if, if you want something new, you play indie video games. Yep, that's true. What you do. So. even if those indie games are broke
2: you play Cult of the Lamb yep. correct <laughs>
1: uh, you guys ready to hear if George hates the metal
2: it's yes. the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack guys I'm just it spo- is I- not the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack I'm just spoiling it for you
1: um, this is something I've been wanting to get your opinion on for a little bit um, this is a band that I'm fucking loving right now they're called On Sorns I Lay
2: on Thorns I Lay. That's right. It's a terrible band name. I didn't say it was a great band name, but yeah. a
1: great fucking song. Yeah. Uh, the song I want you to listen to is called Fallen From Grace.
2: Hold on a second. Let me get there.
1: This is literally one of my favorite
2: death Doom releases of the year. Fallen From Grace. Yep. We are going to take a quick break
1: and let George listen to it and come back and find out his opinion. So we'll be right back. On um, thorns I lay, from the self-titled "On Thorns I Lay" album, "Fallen from Grace." All eight glorious minutes of it.
2: Mm. Large. Glorious is a strong word.
1: Go for <laughs> it. Tell, tell me why. Tell me why you're wrong.
2: Uh, I mean, look. I, I think, uh, you know, to each their own, and everyone has their own kind of thing. I, I just found it to be a little too drony, too monotonous, and just maybe doom metal is not for me, which is probably true, because I don't think I've ever found a doom metal band that I actually enjoy.
0: That was about my guess, because I, I didn't think I ever recalled you enjoying much in the way of doom metal either.
1: Is it, what is it that you didn't like about it? I'm, I'm just trying to get to the... To, to the meat and potatoes of it. Um,
2: I think it's just too droney, too repetitive. And like, I don't know. I don't really like the vocals in this. Uh, not that I don't mind, you know, you know, gnarly and screamy vo- uh, vocals and, and uh, metal music. It's just this one is just kind of like the same pitch at all times. Uh, so it just felt like really great metal melatonin. Like I was like edges away uh, from falling asleep listening to it.
1: You know these are your, your people, right? They're from Greek. Oh, good it's for them. Yeah.
2: Good for them. They're putting me to sleep. So a... <laughs> thank you, I guess. Dave, what did you think?
0: Uh, I've listened to this, at least, this album at least once. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's pretty good. I don't think it grabs me as much as it has grabbed you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I haven't spent as much time with it as you have, but, um, I'm not as, as immediately impressed by it. I think, uh, it's, I think it's good, but I think it's, I haven't found what makes it super unique enough to grab onto yet, I guess. Gotcha. I I
1: just think it's, it's a really powerful, it's a grandiose album. Um, for me, it goes places that I expect it to go to. Um, there's been a lot of great fucking Doom Metal, Death Doom Metal this year. You know who you might enjoy a little bit more would be the band Sorcerer. And they just put
0: a new album yeah, out He's he's probably like Sorcerer. Like that's yeah. You're talking to me? Yes, yeah, so I'm talking yeah, to you. Uh, Am-
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I've listened to Sorcerer before. I think some of their songs are pretty good.
1: Okay. Yeah, the the new album, Rain of the Reaper, is actually really good. Mm. Um if you want to hear an in-depth discussion on it the uh, newest episode of the metal exchange podcast cover that album, which is really good. And they just, we just had Justin and Chris on MSR cast last week, as we uh, discussed all our favorite uh, albums from 1993, 30 years ago.
2: Why 1993? What was so, so special about that year?
1: It was a year I graduated high school and there was just a, I don't know, and it was 30 year for, years ago. 30 years
2: ago. <laughs> monumental year for metal for you?
1: Uh, sort of monumental. There was some good stuff that year, for sure. Okay. How old were you in
2: 1993? Uh, I don't know. I can do the math for you. Let's see. <laughs> uh. And what were you into that year? Probably whatever was on... On, available on TV. I was eight years
0: old. <laughs> oh well, okay. <laughs> I I was eleven, so mm. yeah. You're you're, you're the, I, was <laughs> <laughs> I was into Ninja Turtles at that time.
2: That's <laughs> what I was gonna say. I
0: was into Ninja Turtles.
1: Dave was into the. He was the same age as all three of my guests on that episode, including the Metal Pigeon. So, I would have that was the year I graduated high school so I would have been like seventeen eighteen then. Yeah.
2: I was singing the Chippendales theme song at that time. I'm sure you were. But
1: on that Rescue
2: note, Rangers. There you go. It's a it's a killer track. It is. It slaps. It does.
1: Just like <laughs> just like Will Smith.
2: No we got it <laughs> All
1: right. George, what are you into right now? What what besides the Rescue Rangers theme song?
2: <laughs> I uh recently came across this band called Caligula's Horse. Yes. Have you guys ever heard of them?
0: Oh I yeah. Have. They've been around forever. Oh yeah.
2: yeah? Well, I just recently came across them because they're like apparently really big well, they're from Australia, but they're mm-hmm. popular there. And uh they had a new single that came out and I caught on to it. It's pretty good. It's called Go- uh, Gollum or Golem, depending on how you want to say it. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else have I been listening to? Um, Starcadian came out with some cool stuff. Who? Starcadian. He's like a electronic music guy. Okay. Um, Black Pumas came out with a new album. Been listening to that. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I know Black Panther. Oh, this is Black Pumas. So not the same thing. Uh, last time we talked uh, with Dave, uh, he mentioned Night Versus, and I've been listening to a lot of their stuff. Their stuff has really clicked with me in a way I didn't expect. It's kind it of different, huh? Dude, it's great. I, I like how yeah. every album is a different concept. And Which band is this?
0: Night Versus. Night. You'd like them, Carrie. Night Versus. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, their last two albums has really clicked with me, like their most recent one and the, the one before it. I, been... I didn't know
0: about them until the, the one just prior to this one, and oh, wow. I really liked that one.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good. I've been listening to a lot of that lately. And I think that's about it. I, I think that's about all I've been really listening to. I, like mm-hmm. I said, I haven't had a lot of time for discovering new music as of late, with the exception of like Caligula's Horse. I think the name of that band is so cool
1: yeah what about you Dave
0: uh, I'm trying to think uh, I really haven't been listening to a lot of new metal recently but oh I did listen to that the no spoon that you had yes. recommended that's pretty good I like yeah, that yeah right? uh this moonlight sorcery album horn right. lord of the foreign castle it's got that like old school symphonic black metal mm-hmm. sound like they got that shit down Good great job, fucking fellas. riffing on that album yep um yeah I guess yeah I, that's about it. there's a bunch of new stuff that's on my playlist that i i still haven't listened to
1: i got a, i got a few here um I want, we already talked about the Beatles now and then, so I can remove that. But I want to talk about uh, Mickey Dolan's put a new EP out called Mickey, or just Dolan sings R.E.M.
0: It he sings, covers, R-E-M. He sings okay. four
1: R.E.M. songs, and they're really good. they're, they're sort Which of ones done does he different do? Um, Shiny Happy People. Losing our uh, Religion. No, no, not one of them. Uh, Man on the Moon, Leaving New York. It's and, the End of the World. Nope. Uh-huh. Uh, only two
2: REM songs Radio Free
1: Europe, the very first single ever. Um, and they're really good. And REM really likes the monkeys, that's why apparently that's why Shiny Happy People song came about because they wanted to do something in that vein. Mm. Okay, um, so going on down my list, I want to mention the new Hinayana. They're an Austin band. Oh, they,
0: shit. I didn't even know they were still around. I haven't dude, thought about Hinayana in 10 years. Hinayana. So. I
1: saw them last year opening up for Ocean of Slumber.
2: That's a cool name. Uh, Hinayana.
1: Hinayana. Uh, the new album's called Shatter in Fall, and it is fucking fantastic. Um, it's right behind that on thorns I Lay about how much I love that album. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, there's a new there's a band uh, that we talked about previously on the show. They're called Shilma Gognar. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but they or, have a the new hey, album.
0: That's pretty close. So yeah. I think I think we'll call it a win.
1: They they have a new album called Convergence and it's really fucking good. Um very is that on progressive. My list?
0: I don't even know if that's on my list. And
1: I think it just came out about a week ago, which is really really uh, awesome. Probably not then. Uh, the new Gamma Bomb album called Bat the singer oh, I don't Oh, I heard
0: remember. that uh, album.
2: I listened to that not too long ago.
1: Yeah, I really like that band. They're very uh they're
2: They're
1: fun. Thrash. They're fun. Yeah, they're thrash metal, but they're they're there's something unique and fun about them. The de- the vocals, the delivery are, are I don't know the guy's name off the top of my head, but I love his vocal style. It's, it's very really punk great. rocky
2: in my opinion. Yeah. I would say this is probably the best they've ever sounded. And I've yeah. I've listened to them for quite some time.
1: Me too. Me too. We can agree on something. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Did y'all just become best friends? Yes.
1: Aeonian anyway, uh, Sorrow, the new album called Katara. That's just really good, too. I feel like Death Doom vocals with uh, female vocals interspersed. Um, the new Serenity album. Oh, Serenity. What? I don't know what happened to these guys, but they're firing on all cylinders on this album. It's really fucking good. Um, there's a song on there that has like sabotage meatloaf moments on it. And you're <laughs> like, what? It's great. Um, the new Angra is actually really good too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Surprisingly, there's, it's really, really good. Is,
0: like Kiko Larrero is not working with them anymore, is he? Or does, I, he, does he find time to do that
1: i don't know i mean he's not with megadeth at the moment
0: oh that's right he's got some like top secret like family emergency going on or something right
1: i'm looking up the new album i don't know if he's on it or not um I that's a great great question um but we'll move on and until we figure it out i want to talk about uh this band wayfarer and it's not the place online where you can buy. I shit. Say,
2: that's where you buy stuff online, Gary. Yeah, it's not a band.
1: So they've tried this before. They're a, they're Amer. They combine black metal with Americana music, right? Doesn't sound like it should work, but it does work. Um, so think of like black metal music if it was done in the style of like old Wild West style Americana type of music. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's better than it, I can ever describe it. You're just making up words now. No, I'm not.
0: <laughs>
1: it's a Wayf- The Wayfarer album. That was you asked. No. no. What did you say? Uh,
0: I was starting to say something, but I don't. I don't really remember. Uh, I think it was maybe something to do with. I I had a concept uh, similar to this. Oh really? There's so many. Uh, I haven't listened to this, so I don't know if, if that's exactly like what I'm thinking of. But because there's there's so much uh, European and not just European anymore. Yep. I mean, it's all around the world. There's so much black metal that is tied in with whatever the local like folk music yep. is. I'm like, where is the American folk black metal? Like, well, we I would listen braid. to that.
1: Black well, break and, is- and
0: black bait fucking great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They they definitely combine elements from their culture which is great.
0: Yeah. Um uh, I I would like to hear more of of similar. Yeah.
1: I think all I think both of you guys would really dig the new Angelus uh, a
0: Yeah, I haven't it's, listened to it yet. It's it on my is, list but I haven't listened.
1: George, to it. it is the best thrash album of this year. Okay. It, hands down you you'll dig this.
2: Angelus. It's on the Angelus. Like term.
1: Yeah. A N G E L U S then Apatrita. It' better it's better than it has any right to be. It's there's some really good shit on this album. Some good shit. Oh, I already like this album. <laughs> yeah,
2: there you go. There you even go. the song
1: even the song with Jamie Jost is okay. I don't know who that is. From Haybreed. Oh, okay. hey
2: yeah, I uh, I already listened to a few of their songs. So yeah. I re- apparently you already know this band.
1: Yep. You should listen to some more. Uh, I have more, but we'll just move on from there. Cause we'll talk about more stuff on MSR cast on the next episode, but that's going to bring us to the end of our show. Uh, I want to know what's tickling our geeks before we close up.
2: Yeah, John, let's do it. What's it tickling our geek this week. You guys got stuff or are y'all just waiting, for me to, waiting for me to go? You can go first though. Okay. I do have a, like a couple of things First, I want to talk about sad news and then the possibility of it being good news. Oh, this is why it's sad tickling my. Is,
1: sad news is not good.
2: Well, this is why it's tickling my geek. I was upset about it at first, but then the clouds have parted and maybe some good news may come from there. So, uh, a while back, there was this movie being made. It was called Wily e. Coyote versus Acme. Have you guys mm-hmm. heard of this movie?
1: No, from you. I, from I've you. heard the story. I've heard the. I've read the. I've seen the articles. I haven't read them.
2: Well, so it was based on a a uh, uh, New York Times uh, article, I believe, or the New Yorker. It was based off okay. of a New Yorker article, and they made it into a movie. And it's very in this like a la like Roger Rabbit animation meets live action, very oh. space jammy thing. Gotcha. Where John Cena plays a lawyer and Wiley Coyote is suing the Acme Corporation for failing him so many times and causing him despair. It's a very funny idea and a very funny uh, article. If uh, the movie doesn't get made, which is it's a fifty-fifty right now, you could uh, go read that from the uh, New Yorker. It's pretty good. Okay. So anyway, they made it into a movie, and then uh, David, or was this David Zaslav who took over for Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, has been shaking up shit. He shook up when he got rid of Batgirl and uh, right. Scooby Doo Two sequel, and uh, there was a couple other movies that was in its wake when he decided, "Hey, we have like eight billion dollars in debt. We need to get rid of it. <laughs> Tax write off." Yeah, so that's what they've been doing. They've been trying to find ways to get rid of it. And as of late, like a couple weeks ago, Coyote versus Acme was one of those movies that was completely done, like finished to end, oh. graphics, music, acting, camera roll, editing. All of it was done. All they needed to do was release it. And Warner Brothers, with no fanfare, says, hey, uh, this movie's getting canceled. But by the way, we are working on a movie with Daffy Duck and uh, Porky Pig versus Marvin the Martian. So keep tuned for that. Everybody wanted that. Well, I kind of want that. Duck Dodgers is I mean, one of my favorite characters. Yes, I, okay, I Dargers, love yeah. Marvin
0: the Martian. Marvin the Martian is one of my favorite Looney Tunes characters. Yeah,
2: mine too. But also Daffy Duck is Duck Dodgers. Great.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, those were great. All of those were great cartoons.
2: Absolutely. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I am very excited for that. But I also love Roadrunner and Wildly Coyote, and I also love the story and the fact that it's done. It's just just a a big slap in the face. Because, yeah,
0: uh, I'm I'm certainly not a movie executive by any stretch of the imagination. But that that math doesn't math to me. How do you have a project that is ready for distribution? And well,
2: be like nope. if they shelve it, they'll get. F- like thirty or forty million dollars tax write off, Meh. So they can either take a gamble and see what they make from it, or uh, you know, write it off. But anyway, they shelved it, and a lot of filmmakers got upset. A lot of people of the press got upset. The filmmakers behind the Coyote movie were upset, and they uh, started posting like behind the scenes, the making of bits and pieces of the trailer has leaked out. And uh, everyone, or the the people rallying behind this movie, really love it. You could probably Google it and find all this stuff. Anyway, uh, so we were just assumed that it's dead in the water, and Warner Brothers is just fucking sucks. Uh, Warner Brothers does still fucking suck, but however, they decided, hey, since everyone's so mad at us, maybe we should do something about it, and they decided to float the idea of of someone else buying the movie. Okay. So we have three contenders Amazon Prime, Netflix, and Apple TV are all interested in purchasing this movie. They're going to watch it this weekend. And based on that uh, screening, there will be a bidding war, and whoever wins, wins. And if it doesn't go the way Warner Brothers want, then it will just get shelled forever. So we have a 50 50 chance of actually seeing this movie. Uh, that's cool. Yeah.
1: Can we go to the showing? No. Oh, no. Unless,
2: unless you're a bajillionaire and have a movie studio to release it to. I do not. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> so that's anyway, cool, huh? uh, yeah, everyone's saying that Amazon Prime is like the head frontliner person to purchase this. They have the money and they have the space to release it. Uh, Especially since they bought another DC property not too long ago, which was like another animated property, uh, which was like a Batman Christmas. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's supposed to be coming out on Prime versus Warner Brothers, which I find hilarious. Uh, so anyway, I'm really excited about it. I, I've been in love with the story, and I think it's awesome. Uh, Gwily Coyote is a lot of fun, and Roadrunners fun, and Looney Tunes yeah. is fun. I mean, they're such a flagship, and I just find it so weird that when I think of Looney Tunes, I think of Warner Brothers, and like, like they're essentially the Mickey Mouse is to Disney, yeah, and Looney right. Tunes is to Warner Brothers.
1: Well, yeah, totally, and, yeah,
2: but they just don't get the same respect and treatment as no those disney characters do which is such a shame and i i don't know i just wish warner brothers took better care of their characters and better treatment for them
1: i agree i agree
2: especially with that uh terrible space jam 2 that came out during covid oh god yeah Uh, it's just a shame anyway uh just wanted to put that out there in the ether for our listeners who are listening so hopefully by the time the show comes out we'll have some news for sure but what else you got? Uh, also, there's a uh, new animated series saying on the vein of animation, Scott Pilgrim, the animated show, comes out this Friday. No, oh, really? Tomorrow, or tomorrow. I think tomorrow. What, where uh, is, is that streaming? recording on Netflix. Oh, I'll have and to watch that. it has the original, all the voice cast from the live action movie that came back to voice the characters uh edgar wright is a producer but it's not based on his movie it's very much an adaptation of the comic book
1: the brian o brian o'malley is that his name
2: yeah brian o'malley uh so if you like the comic book and you like the movie this is like the mushing of the two coming together to make the full thing and and then lastly i know i'm taking up a lot of time here uh
0: Oh, ghostbusters yeah.
2: frozen empire trailer dropped with no, like, like, Hey, this is coming out. It's yep. just dropped out of nowhere. I saw that too. Yeah. And, uh, man, it looks fucking awesome. I, I know I said that about afterlife thinking I was going to really love it and I watched it and I didn't love afterlife. I'm really hoping I'm wrong because this time it feels like they're like, I read that they're, uh, going back to the, uh, real ghostbusters roots Again, yes. again, the
1: problem—the like, problem with Afterlife—it was a lot of setup.
2: Well, I don't, e- I don't even think it's setup. I think it was too beholden on like cherishing the things that we love and being too nostalgic and trying to make those things fit into a oblong story. And
1: all right, well, well we're not, we're not arguing about that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, really. I'm
2: not. I, I'm just saying, like, I'll we'll argue about I'm, that later. I'm well, glad. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we argued that about that previously. I, I, I'm glad it feels like they're venturing somewhere new. Uh, even some of the older characters make a cameo or at least are yeah. uh, in the trailer at least. Because at the,
1: the end of the last movie, uh, Winston was reopening the, the firehouse.
2: Right. He bought it. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I'm uh, the trailer looks good. It's yeah. from the, I think the writer, one of the writers from Afterlife is the director this time. Mm. Uh, and uh, I'm excited to see where it goes
1: guys more Paul Rudd? I mean,
2: how can you go wrong? Well, hopefully he's not doing stupid shit like he did in the last movie But um, I'm excited uh, I, I'm hopeful for this one And um, I hope it's good And I hope everyone enjoys it
1: Dave, what's tickling your geek? Uh,
0: Catatonia Oh Come yeah December 6th That's coming up Holy crap yep. Holy crap. I've never seen Catatonia live before. You um, have not? Oh, I, I have not. Know yeah, this will be my first time to see Catatonia. So It'll I'll be really fun. Look to that.
1: The last time I saw them, I think Devin Townsend opened up and they played the small room at the engine at the engine room. The little small set. It was crazy busy. That's going to be fun, though. I Scout room or Scout bar, I don't think it's going to be too packed like when we saw so in there you know
0: yeah that was all right yeah uh crowd wise i mean like it was it was uh not dead but it wasn't uh like it's been for some of the shows i've been to there
1: i'm gonna have to definitely um go to that all right i have two things on my list uh they released some photos today of dave girl hanging out in the studio with an anthrax recording the new album Oh wow. So that means they're oh. really getting far on releasing a new album. I know Belladonna has recorded his vocals and so, what is yeah. Dave
2: Grohl doing on the album?
1: I don't know if he's gonna be on the album. He was just there for
2: some reason. He was just here in Austin, like last weekend.
1: Yeah, it's all that. I lo- I love Dave Grohl, he's he's amazing. I I think he's one of my favorite uh celebrity musicians that are, you know.
2: Well, he's, he's just, certainly he's just very so fun and likable. Right? Yeah,
1: he is. Uh, and the other thing I want to talk about is I will probably buy the audio book version of the, this week. Getty Lee has a new memoir out, and I'm excited for this because if I went to Audible and I heard like a sample of it, it's really cool. And apparently it's called My F in Life by Geddy Lee. And the first couple chapters, if you don't know the story, uh, speaking of Dave Grohl, he did, his mom did that show where he interviewed other musicians, moms.
2: Oh, I wanted to watch that, but I never did. It's good. Uh, Geddy Lee's mom, uh,
1: was in concentration camps during the Holocaust. Oh, wow. Um, so there's, they talked about it there, and there, apparently the first couple chapters are about that period of their life and his him growing up. Apparently his, his real name is Gary Weintraub, right? Um, mm-hmm. The reason he's called Getty from what I was listening to in that section of the book is because his mom, her accent was so sick. When she said Gary, it sounded like Getty. Like
0: Getty. Yep. Yeah.
1: So it stuck. That's why he's Getty Lee. Lee is yep. his middle name.
0: So there's a uh, there's a there's a well kid to me he's a kid young guy who works at uh, one of the pizza places around here yeah and I I had been in there enough and interacted with the guy enough I was like hey dude what is your name because I'm in here enough and he goes oh my name's Getty and I was like like Getty Lee he goes exactly like Getty Lee he like he was named <laughs> after Getty Lee nice. <laughs> but his name is actually Getty
1: yeah wow okay that's cool though I mean there's yeah. worse people to be named after. That's for sure. Like George or somebody like that.
2: Yeah. It's an old yeah. man name. <laughs>
1: so That's okay. All right. Well, uh, that's what's tickling my geek. Um, first of all, or before we, we close out, uh, let, I would like to remind everybody that you can find us all over the internet on uh, at metal geeks. We're at metalgeeks.net. geeks.net. We're at all the places where you can download your podcasts, like Spotify, Apple music, all those places. Uh, if you're on Facebook, come join the Metal Geek Society, um, and that's it. If you want to check out our sister show, it's at MSRcast. And uh, if you want to check out good friends of ours, check out the Metal Exchange podcast where we uh, we were on there last month where we did a monkeys episode. And if you uh, never heard Sean the Metal Pigeon, my co-host on MSRcast, not like something so much. You got to check out that episode.
2: <laughs> Does he, he was audibly groan every you time you pick it up? angry about it.
1: <laughs> audibly angry. That's all I can say about it. Okay. What about you you guys?
2: George? Uh, you can find me on all the social medias at George Tripsis.
0: You can find me at Red Viking Dave.
1: All right. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with me again this evening. And as always, one last thing we have to say.
0: Keep it brutal. Keep it metal, my friend. Oh, I can't talk anymore. I'm done. <laughs> and that's the end of that. Words. I'm out of words. Good night. <laughs> words are hard. Right, well,
1: take two, okay. What? Take two. And okay. as always, we have one Keep last thing we have
0: to say. Uh, I fucked it up. He said it early. I, I told you I'm out of words. They're, they're all done. <laughs> Keep it metal and... Keep it geeky.
2: Or, or okay. Looney. Or Getty. Or Getty. Or, eh, we can, we can skip the Marvel part on this one.
1: <laughs> all right, guys. Have a good one. Hey, Geekers Thanks for listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved, blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts,
0: and all your other Metal Geekery needs, please visit MetalGeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal.